do you uh do you remember how to how to make a podcast, Joe? Not really, no. I mean, it's been a long, it's been a long time. I showed up with cue cards and shit. Oof, I'm not really sure why. Man. But. Hey. <laughs> um, it's been it's been a while, you know. Look, we've had some lost episodes. It's been a whole thing. What, what has it been? Six hours or six months since we've done? I don't think it's been that long. Three Christ. months? It's been like four months? It's been um, a while. It's been probably like three. Oof, I think yeah. that is rough. It's been a long time. Well, you know, we've had we've been we've been busy man. Mm. doing some stuff. Well, here we are. That's right. New and improved. <laughs> New and improved. New and rusty. There we go. Um, so, I guess we didn't release. The episodes we did before. We have a lost episode. We, um, well, we wanted to change up the format a little bit because it was a little disjointed, mm-hmm. just kind of just talking for a little while, which I know, ooh. But, so we decided, <laughs> we, we decided to, uh, to make a few changes, and one thing that we decided to do was we decided to theme each episode. And so what we what we do is, you know, we have an overall theme, um, mm-hmm. and then we ask each other little questions and fun little topics and, like, things inside of that theme to fill an hour so it's not just us talking about who spider-man is this time and <laughs> for then, a solid hour yeah and then like <laughs> bouncing around and talking about whatever so at least at this point there's an overall theme if you don't like the theme fuck out of here <laughs> and then like if you do then you'll be interested by all of the things that we have to talk about that's so, right so uh today's theme uh, is is Disney? Everyone loves Disney, right? Hooray. I think Disney, Walt Disney, and all of his uh, glory, glory uh, is sort of an American icon. That's right. At least in the entertainment industry. So all of his creations and the subsequent creations by Disney Animation Studios and all of the properties which they have acquired over the years the are many, kind of yeah. American standards at this point. So we decided to make an, an episode talking about our love for Disney and Disney movies and, and songs and all that kind of stuff. It's a good topic because there's no shortage of things to talk about, but at the same time, they're a, like an entertainment juggernaut, basically, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's like, it's like if we did like an episode based like on like Nickelodeon, we would eventually run out of stuff mm-hmm. after a while. But this is, we, we almost could go like more than one episode of, of something Disney, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love all things that make me remember when life was super easy and i was a kid and stuff so i love my muppets and i love disney everything you hate your existence and cartoons no but (laughs) like i just love that kind of stuff i just have such an affinity for all those things that i loved when i was a kid Mm -hmm. and i love talking about that kind of stuff because you know it helps you're only as young as you feel joe and uh when you're i don't know watching disney movies on netflix you said that originally i uh, i just want to see if you would know (laughs) Uh, Socrates. Yeah, sure. Socrates. All right, cool. Well, um, all right. So, so we have a little list of topics here. Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. So um, we figured we were just going to go through like the basic stuff, right? Disney, we all grew up with the movies on VHS and stuff. So we're going to go through like our favorite movies right. and songs and all that kind of stuff. And then we'll get into a couple of fun topics um, that are a little bit more than just saying, what our favorite and least favorite movies are. So I guess, Joe, what's your what's your favorite Disney movie? It's like if you're a parent and you have to choose like your favorite child. Every parent has one, even though they'll tell you they don't. But now you have to choose. Right. Um, yeah, which child was your parents' favorite? Me, for oh, sure. Okay. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Okay. Is he listening? Prop maybe. I mean, Wanna he knows. Sure. He knows. I'm just curious. All right. He um, doesn't get texts from my mom anymore. His wife does. 
Really? Yeah. That's awesome. She CCs my sister-in-law in a text instead of my brother now, which is nice. <laughs> um, no, I honestly, I had a hard time with Disney ones because there's... I, I, I love the Disney movies. There's certain ones that I cling to more than others. Um, the big one that came to mind, though, whenever you whenever I saw this question was uh, Aladdin. <laughs> love Aladdin. And it just came out on uh, Blu-ray recently, too, actually. Out of the vault. Yeah. Get it while you can. God, I hate the vault. Mm. But uh, it's just such a well-done movie. It's so awesome. Uh, for, I, for whatever reason, I have this weird like love of... Um, I like the beginnings of all the movies. Like, before they get into the shit, you know... Sort of uh, one of my favorite ones, for example, is like Atlantis mm-hmm. when he's just in the college, like talking in the beginning. Um, I just love that kind of stuff, kind of the introduction of the characters. And I love the introduction of Aladdin. I love him in that like that big bazaar stealing the bread, you know. Yeah, it's my. It, it may it might be my favorite scene in the movie. And you know the guy, you know like the guy who's like rolling around with like the bread and like he's got all the goods and stuff. Yeah, the, that's apparently supposed to be the genie. Yeah, and, like he, like you don't know. Until the end of the movie, or, or like you don't really ever know, but apparently that little dude's the genie, and that's, that's a crazy. fun little Easter egg. That How they, did he that, fit inside that, that little guy? In <laughs> it's crazy. What's oh, yours? I wrestle with this all the time, and I, I'm bad. It's a question you're even constantly though, asking. Even yourself. though I love, I love like ranking things, and I love top ten lists and top five lists and stuff. Mm. I I really like. These kind of lists change all the time. So, like, my favorite thing just really depends on the day. But I guess, like, it's kind of a gun-to-the-head situation where, it, like, the like, game where you're doing, like, quick word association. Oh, okay. And, and they have a gun to your head as you're doing word association. Well, yeah, you know, and, like, it's the first answer. So, that's that's generally, like, the most, like, the closest to the front of your brain or whatever. I don't really right. know. I'm on, I'm on board. But uh, I guess I'm going to go with Hercules. Okay. I really That was actually my other one too, I, I was gonna say. I really love Hercules. I yeah, Hercules is What am I thinking? What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh well I just love Hercules. It's great. I think the story's really good. The characters are fun. Like every character is kind of well rounded ish. Uh, and the cast is really good as well. We'll get into some some fun casting stuff later. Um, but I just I really I, and plus uh, we'll also get into this, but it features one of the greatest Disney songs of all time, Go the Distance. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I don't know what the hell I was just thinking. I forgot about The Lion King. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> no, I'm, no, this, that, we'll that, that's Lion my King. favorite one, we'll definitely. That changes like like nine of the ten questions you get. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, right. well, I mean. That is a that is an excellent movie. Unbelievably well great. done movie. It's great. It's a good movie. So good. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Irons is in it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, James Earl Jones, the man himself. Yeah, that's true. Who was Simba? Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That's right. Was the kid Simba. I don't know who the adult Simba was. I'm going to look that up real quick, to be honest with you. All right, well, so Disney is known for the Disney movies. Mm -hmm. uh, But then, like, one of their bread and butter of Disney, kind of, is the the princesses, right? The Disney princesses. Right. Got all the different movies, Cinderella and Snow White and all those. Who's your favorite Disney princess? Like, if if we're just narrowing it down to Disney princesses and or their movies, and I guess you could say Jasmine, if you really love Aladdin, yeah. Uh, but who's your favorite? Like, if you have to pick a Disney princess, not necessarily that you have the hots for, but just a Disney princess. Right, because most of them are like sixteen. Well, um, come on. <laughs> I it's not going to be Jasmine. Um, I, but I do kind of rank it on kind of which movies I like the best. But I, I like Alice in Wonderland a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, Al- Alice might be uh, my favorite Disney princess, just because it's such a cool movie. It's such a weird movie, yeah, too. never considered her a Disney princess, but I, no? guess, that, I guess that works. That, that certainly always, works. I always thought about it in terms of... Like you, pr- you never played Kingdom Hearts, right? Female. No, I never did. No? Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the, in the in the game where like you walk through all these things, and, and they have every single Disney princess in these chambers. Like They're in like this weird cryosleep. It's a really weird game. Mm-hmm. And she's in, there, she's in it with them. Okay. Well, so I always think of it in that I mean, it, it, it certainly works. She's a, she's a character at Disney World that you can go and see, <clears> yeah. much like the rest of the princesses so it, uh, yeah sure I'll, I'll take alice okay that's, that's allowed in that's the game good. what about nala can i do Nala? i mean sure yeah. I'll, go. I'll stick i'll stick with alice i was Sorry. about to say nala's Sorry. not, nala's not great but i mean so sure, if if you, want. I, I hope you're not judging it on who you have the hots for but what's your favorite Disney uh, princess? no but i am my number two disney movie is beauty and the beast okay and i really love Belle. Mm-hmm. but my favorite princess is aurora from sleeping beauty because really? I watched the hell out of Sleeping Beauty when I was a kid, all the time, and like Sleeping Wasn't Beauty she is not even for like a good seventy-five percent of the movie, like the whole movie, pretty much. It's great, <laughs> um, and like she, she's not even like the movie's not even necessarily that great, but I, I just remember watching it all the time mm. and hearing the the Once Upon a Dream song, mm. and my one of my favorite scenes is when the the fairy ladies are like making the dress and they're just shooting all their different colors all the, over the place. No, that's, that's Cinderella under mine. I was thinking of the Bibbidi Bobbidi. Bibbidi. No, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a fairy godmother. Yeah. Uh, but then like Maleficent shows up and she turns into the dragon. It's a whole thing. But I really, I really like the roar for some reason. But Belle, Belle's a close second, like a really, really, really close second. Got you. Cause Belle's fun. She reads books. She might be she, my favorite uh, after uh, the Beauty and the Beast movie coming out. <laughs> yeah. Is that because you have the hots for, uh, for Emma Watson? Huh? Look, let me just say, Hmm. Emma Watson's 24. She's not unattractive. Mm-hmm. She's not. I mean, okay. uh, you know. But uh, I Belle's awesome. You know, I really like Beauty and the Beast for um, one particular... I actually saw that one in theaters. But one, the, uh, my biggest reason is... Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, the Hunter... Gaston. Uh, Gaston. Gaston? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Who, who but Gaston? Yeah, that guy. He's uh, He might be my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, just, I just, he's, uh, he's just a cool character in my, in my book. Um... Oh. Then I guess we should say, who's your favorite character in a Disney movie? Oh, I'll go first. Gaston is my favorite <laughs> is character really? in any Disney movie ever. Okay. I love Gaston. He's a douchebag. He sings and it's he unbelievable. drinks beer. Yeah. And he eats five dozen eggs a day <laughs> to help him get large. And he has hair all over his body. <laughs> Every inch of him is covered in hair. Ben's checked. He's got his little uh, LeFou buddy that he hangs out with. He hunts. He's a little bit of a oh, strong Oh, is that arm. that guy's name? I thought, why, yeah. did I, why did I think it was Max? No, it's not. No, it's LeFou. Who's Max? I don't know who Max is. Probably hmm. a lot of people. Is it Max the dog from uh, Homeward Bound? Maybe. <laughs> not Chance. I don't know. But no, it's definitely LeFou. I don't LeFou. know. Okay, go, go on. Yeah. But yeah, Gaston, he's just such a... He's a fun character mm-hmm. in the movie. And like the movie... Like otherwise, it's just Belle hanging out. With her dad, reading books, being the girl that no one like everybody. She's such a peculiar girl, that Belle. And like Gaston's like, I'm gonna marry that girl because I said so. And then he's just such an asshole the whole time. Yeah. And he's gotta try to kill a beast. And he's got that big chair and he uses antlers and all of his decorating. Yeah. And so Gaston's just such a fun, fun character. And he for me is the cream of the crop when it comes to Disney, not so main characters, but side character and one of the more like chauvinist oh 100 percent yeah for like, sure he's, he's, he's a misogynist with, he's up there with like uh, jasmine's dad oh yeah 100 percent. but yeah. you know whatever he's in the, he, he's he's 
It's a cool character. He's written well, that guest star. Not cool, but a good character. He was, uh, I don't yesterday, get I guess we'll date this podcast. Yesterday was National Sandwich Day, Joe. So Gaston probably would have celebrated National Sandwich Day. I ate a sandwich yesterday. I, I know that. Somebody to nice. fix him something to eat. I feel better about myself now. Um, <clears throat> oh, God. Favorite characters. That's a rough one. Um, I personally, I, I want to say like uh, like Tarzan, maybe. You know, I like Tarzan a lot. You know who I like is the monkey. Um, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell? Yeah. I don't remember the, the I don't remember I can't remember the name. name. Uh, or I guess it was a chimp, right? I don't know what she was. Um, monkeys are chimps. Uh, chimps are Clayton. Why is Tarzan not the top listed voice on this cast? He didn't talk that much. He's still the main character. <laughs> he didn't talk that much. Who I don't, I, I honestly, Jane? I can't. Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, Turk. Turk no. is the name. Wayne Knight was in that movie, too. He was the elephant, right? Was he? No. That's not true. <laughs> Yeah, Tan- he was. He was Tantor? the elephant. He was the big Tantor? brown. Yeah, he's the big yeah. brown elephant. Okay, you're right. Why was the elephant brown? I don't know. Maybe jungle elephant. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't no, know where Tarzan was set. Ultimately, my favorite Disney character, not even from like the the animated movies and stuff, because this character has uh, not been in that many of the traditional ones. I guess. I guess mm-hmm. he has. Uh, Donald Duck. I like Donald a lot. Yeah. Donald. Donald's a close. Yeah. And, you know, it's person. it's amazing that we've never seen Mickey in his own. Like standalone, like big movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like well, he had. All I, I know. Car- I know. He he's had, had all like, the cartoons back in the day. Like he was the man. He did. I know. But like lately, like why haven't we seen like a like a updated? I know. I know. Mickey's doing TV. It's gonna. Yeah. Mickey's got is, all those. Is he, I don't is know, he is the Mickey anymore? Mouse Clubhouse still on TV? <laughs> I don't know. Is Justin Timberlake still in it? Mickey's got no. That's no, not the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, but it was like that 3D cartoon show. It's called like Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse or something. Mickey I don't, Mouse's Treehouse. I'm gonna look at. I don't think you're Disney. Or I don't Disney think anything else. I, even if I was, even I'm not no gonna idea. watch that. I'm not watching. Yeah, I have a job. Learn people. my alphabet. I'm not watching daytime television. <laughs> uh, Disney's got all those. Or uh, Mickey's got all those live performances to do. He walks around all the parks all the time. That's true. As Wizard Mickey. As no, you're not wrong tuxedo there. Tuxedo Mickey, as Safari Mickey, shirtless pants with buttons on a Mickey, as Chip and Dale's Mickey. Has he ever appeared like that in the park? Shirtless? Yeah. Well, you know the, the a shirtless Mickey. Yeah. The the main the way the main way looks. Is this he like overalls. Oh uh, well, I mean, I mean he's pretty those, shirtless. Those are overalls. Ever, that, there's no strap over his. But it, traditionally, let's be honest. The hell does traditional mean if he's not going to The traditional straps? sense of overall. There's no straps even on this thing. There's I'm looking. big buttons. What do you think the buttons are connected to? Straps. I thought Strapless they were, overalls. I thought they were, AKA pants. I thought that they were like those weird like dimple piercings that mm. like girl skin. Yeah. That's probably what Mickey's got going on. Yeah. Um, Donald Duck guy, huh? Okay. Donald Duck guy, uh, Mickey Mouse guy. I like the classic stuff. And Goofy, too. Can Goofy's you a, awesome. Can you give us a Donald Duck? Can you give us an impression of Donald Duck? No, I can't. I'm not going to try. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it either. Donald gets pissed off, though. Donald's a little bit of a rage monster. He is, but that's what I love about Donald it. Just, just gets anything. Angry. Just flips off the handle. He just, just gets angry, Donald does. Donald is like, he's a hardcore kind of guy. I like shit. that. Donald doesn't give a fuck. All right. So, um, I guess another huge, aside from the fun characters and the fun cast, the songs. Disney movies are known for the songs, mm-hmm. whether it's Cinderella or Frozen. God knows we've heard Let It Go 500 <sighs> times every day. I'm uh, what's I mean, if you had to say, and I, I put in, in parentheses, in movie and or official soundtrack. Okay. Because there's some songs that appear one way in the film. Right. Or maybe not at all in the film, mm-hmm. but they appear on the official soundtrack. Okay. So you can choose maybe one from the movie, one from the soundtrack, one 
or none or whatever. What are you? What are your favorites? Well, here's my question. First of all, I have had an internal dilemma <laughs> nearly my entire this life. This has driven you to drink like for the last like week. Um, I here. Okay, here's my question: Are we counting Pixar stuff yet? No. Okay, we're not. We're not. Le- we're not going Pixar I mean, yet because. What you've got a friend in me? Is that what you're gonna go with? Not. It, it was from Toy can. Story. It was. It was from Toy Story, but it wasn't that song. Is it the Jesse song? It is. Oh my God! You're a sociopath. Dude, you like that song? I like that song. Oh and my it, God. I'm, I'm not saying I like that whole sequence. I'm not saying is I'm laughing. Saddest. I'm not laughing aside in tears. From, aside from Carl's wife die, like seeing Carl's wife die in the first five minutes of Up. Yeah. Whew. Man, yeah. you're about that Jesse. She used to when she loved me. Actually, I'm not. I, I don't find it hilarious. Oh I just, I, I, I think it's a good song. I Discarded. think it's a really well it is done a good song. song but yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. That is but rough. But if, if it wasn't, if if we weren't counting Pixar, I was gonna go with the classic Lion King. Can you feel the love tonight, Elton John? Yeah, that's on the official soundtrack. That's yeah. uh, that's one of my greatest. One of the greatest. It is. There's a dog next to me, <laughs> staring. Yeah, so for me, I uh, I have uh, here's the thing, Elton John's "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" is arguably one of the best songs ever. Mm-hmm. It might not not just one of the best Disney songs. Mm-hmm. That's just an amazing song. So that's certainly on my list. However, I mentioned before that "Go the Distance" from Hercules is yes. great. However, not as it appeared in the film, because on the official soundtrack, it was sung by none other than Michael Bolton, saying, "Can you feel or uh, uh, go the distance?" And it is. One of the greatest things I didn't know he did that I've ever heard, huh. and the music video is great too. He's like walking around a Greek temple or whatever, doing his thing. There's a killer guitar solo in the middle. <laughs> it's awesome. But from a movie, the song that will that could that can drive me to tears pretty easily is from Cinderella, and it's "A Dream Is a Wish Your Heart Makes." Okay, that song just touches my little heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Okay, it's yeah, so I, good. I, I, those, those aren't bad. What about um? Oh. What about uh, the Tarzan song, Phil Collins? <laughs> That's a great one, too. Yeah, Phil Collins. I mean, Phil Collins also did the soundtrack to uh, Brother Bear as well. And he obviously is more known for doing... I saw the movie As far as soundtrack, but more known for doing the, the, mm-hmm. the Tarzan soundtrack. And I, I do like... What's it? Uh, You'll Be In My Heart. Yeah. And Two Worlds. And I, uh, Strangers Like Me. and like this, You'll this, Be In My Heart might take it for me. There's actually. some That's bangers in... Uh, what We had a friend, our friend, who... Uh, Got married recently. His he and his mom. Their first dance was uh, "You'll Be in My Heart." It was the sweetest. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was the sweetest. Was I there for that? You were there, I think. Yeah. I may not have been. No, you were there. <laughs> sure. Um. Uh. Yeah. I. I'm the just Phil Collins, Elton John. They. They. Disney knows how to pick <laughs> people to get in there, and make just the absolute most amazing songs. Yeah, like Randy Newman. God. You've got a friend of me is amazing. It's so good, so well done. Even with Randy Newman's awful, terrible voice. <laughs> That's all right. All right, I forgive it. Let's do the next question as Randy Newman. Have fun. So, Joseph, <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a deaf. 
I, I didn't want to fuck. I don't want to say that. It's like a regular deaf person. I didn't want to say that. All right. So, Lord. Uh, a theme that, or a thing that we did in the and we did a uh, our lost episode was a music themed episode, which we'll probably go back and redo at some point. Uh, if it it's can, such a big topic. We we do have to release it, a music yeah. one. At some if it point. can ever be salvaged, or we'll just go and redo it. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, we did overrated bands and underrated bands. So let's talk about real quick, just like movies. Okay. That people always talk about Disney movies that that maybe you don't love so much, uh, and then movies that like nobody talks about that you have a real fondness for. Okay. I oh god, this is a rough I'm not. One. This isn't necessarily like we're not indicting these movies. I'm not at least. Right. I'm not like saying these movies are awful and terrible. Mm-hmm. They're just not my favorites. Right. Or okay, I love this movie a lot, uh, and not a lot of people talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so go for it. Let's go. Let's go. That over, is such let's go, a hard one. Let's man. go overrated Disney movies first. Okay. Overrated. Um, I'm going to give it to Dumbo. Mm. Don't man, really care for Dumbo. You're taking it all the way back, huh? Yeah. Good grief. I, uh, I'm looking at a list right now. I'm just looking at ones that I know I've seen. I really don't care for the uh, Robin Hood. I also don't like. I, I, I really. Yeah. I watched that one actually fairly recently too. I didn't really like it. <sighs> just not good stuff, man. Uh, the Jungle Book? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you don't like The Jungle Book? I don't. I, no, I, I like The Jungle Book a lot, but it's not one of my favorites. Okay. Um, yeah, I, as far as like the most like overrated, like the one that I really just don't care that much for, I'm going to give it to either like Pocahontas or The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Like I know there's like like big classic ones. Yeah. But They're the newer classics, yeah. Yeah. Like uh, classics for us. But Dumbo is an absolute classic. Hey, Dumbo was nineteen like forty. Yeah, it was in the 40s. That was old school. Old school. Matter of fact, it was. Oh, never mind. It came out October twenty third, nineteen forty one. We just missed its anniversary. Mm. Well, R.I.P. Dumbo. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite? Or uh, well, I'm sorry. What not a favorite? What's your uh, most overrated? The Lion King. God. I look a lot of people like uh, we're we're in our early 20s right. and so that movie came out in 1991 mm-hmm. around the time that we were born right and so everyone that we grew up with kind of grew up with Lion King okay. I did as well my brother was all about the Lion King when we were kids he had his Lion <laughs> King shirts he was all about it I I just for whatever reason must have missed the Lion King okay like, I was watching other movies I guess because everyone always talks about how great The Lion King is. The Lion King's so great. It's an amazing movie. And it is. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. But I guess I just missed it. I get, like, there was something that's, that was supposed to happen to me as a kid featuring The Lion King that just didn't happen. Right. So I didn't, I never developed this sort of love and this fondness for The Lion King that, like, kind of makes the movie infallible. Right. And I, I enjoy it. It's a good movie. Great songs. Good care. It's, you know, like Hamlet, obviously. But it's a good movie. I just I don't I don't love you it. You missed it. You were just too busy watching Running Man on VHS and <laughs> Ruby runs a murder she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, yeah. I was uh, I was watching uh, American Gladiators. I remember oh, watching God, that. Oh God, such a good show. Uh, and then my, I still rewatch that yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, when I was young, um, I remember watching like uh, a baby story and a mm-hmm. wedding story on TLC okay. with my mother. <laughs> that was fun. Uh, and then Grease. I was so watching, that's what I was watching Grease instead, of, instead of The Lion King. Uh, yeah, but the Lion King, I just, I just never latched on to that movie like really? a lot of kids our age did, and so I love like, 
like the Tarzans and the not really Tarzan actually, but <laughs> I like Hercules and <laughs> Mulan's like, okay and all these movies. But I, and I watched the Jungle Book and all the old ones. But right. I, I must have just missed the Lion King. I never that was never the tape yeah. that I wanted to pop in. That's so, weird, man. I I, look, guessed. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have guessed. I'm sorry, Lion King and Mufasa, but. I'm sorry. It's just it's not my favorite. Yeah, Iago is gonna come down or not Iago? Um, <laughs> yeah, is he? No, he's no, come no. Avenge um, the spirit. Yeah, Timon and Pumbaa, yeah, Scar, Timon and Pumbaa. the dumb hyena dudes. Apparently, I need to go rewatch because I can't remember the Clearly, names. You're over here just, just talking nonsense. <laughs> yeah, just spouting out stuff. So, what about Oliver and Company? Did you ever it, watch that one? Was it the mice? No, that was the uh, the no. dogs. Oh no! Yeah, then what was the mice? The rescuers? They were like chipmunks. Uh, the right? rescuers, the great mouse detective. Ooh, the great mouse detective is really good. Mm-hmm. That, that's on my list of underrated Disney films as really? well. That is on my list. Of oh, speaking of uh, Adult Simba, Matthew Broderick. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I just uh, yeah. Good for you, Matthew Broderick. Remember that's when right. he was in uh, Inspector <laughs> Inspector Gadget? And he was in Godzilla, and that really good run of movies he was in. I'm looking at the featuring Godzilla. I'm looking at a page for Oliver and Company, which mentions a sequel. It says, I, "Someone may need to confirm this." Jamie Thomason confirms that Oliver and Company Two will be released February 21st, 2023. Whoa! From Disney Toon Studios, will be direct-to-video on Blu-ray, tape, and DVD. Jesus, that may not be the case. <laughs> Blu-ray tape? It says Blu-ray tape and DVD. Hmm. Maybe I'm they sure know something we don't. I'm pretty sure both of those. Are Maybe that's be the next step. Extinct by Blu-ray tape. Twenty-three. Yeah. No, oh, Blu-ray's it, man. Not getting any better than Blu-ray, except for digital. Well, 4K. <laughs> Just as well. Um, yeah, I it's I I really liked Oliver and Company. That may be like my underrated pick, at, really, because I know we haven't gotten to that part yet. It would be that, or um, I never see the Fox and the Hound give a whole lot of love. I never. I never. You really ever saw that one? I, I, we movie. had it, but I can't recall ever watching the Fox and the Hound. Really. To be honest. Uh, what about Lady and the Tramp? I like that one, too. It's a good one. That's right. Um, um, but I, I guess I'll go my underrated movie. I have I have a lot. Because, again, there's like the heavy hitters as far as Disney's concerned. It's hard, You yeah. see your Cinderella's and your Snow White's and the Lion King's and all that. But then there's like the really unsung heroes, like the Rescuers and, you know, those kind of movies. Right. The Grey Mouse Detective is absolutely on my list. Mm-hmm. I rewatched that about a month ago. It's on Netflix. And Radigan scares the bejesus out of me still right. to this day, especially at the end when they're on Big Ben and he turns into a crazy rat and he just starts going nuts. That scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid. And it still kind of does. I was going to say, it's still scared, yeah. Olivia Faversham is uh, really adorable. Mm-hmm. And it's just a fun, it's, it's, a really, it's, a, it's a nice ride. And what I really love about those movies now that I'm older uh, is they're really short. Like, the, like your yeah. parents used to stick you in front of the TV and it felt like forever. Mm-hmm. Those movies top out at like It's like an hour and a half, minutes. yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's a nice little treat. You know, you're <laughs> sitting down, you get home treat from work, day, yeah. pop in a movie or click on a movie. And you're good, and you're done in an hour and a half. You can make dinner and have a life still. Um, so certainly, that's on my list. However, I think my most underrated Disney film oh God. of all time. Dinosaur. <laughs> I, I remember actually going to see Dinosaur for like a friend's birthday party when that mm-hmm. movie first came out. Uh, but no, no, that's not. <laughs> no, that's not. No, it's a movie. It's uh, the Princess and the Frog. Okay, okay. I never saw that. It, it a lot of people have it, and yeah. it's it's like Tiana is the princess, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying 
But maybe people didn't go see it for a reason. Maybe it's because we're all racists. Maybe that's why. But Tiana's <laughs> really a great princess. The music in this movie is top notch. It's set in New Orleans. Right. And that more than anything is the reason I would want to go see it. Yeah. I like New Orleans and all the yeah. music is awesome. Uh it features Keith David. Okay. As Dr. Facilier. He's like a See, evil that's why. voodoo doctor. It's a freaking Disney princess movie. It came out in 2009. I was 17. So? <laughs> I'm not. I was 17. So I, I'm not in There we go. You know. Even to this day, like, like I, I recently only mm. kind of got more into the Disney thing. You know, it, it dropped off, you know, throughout middle and high school. You lived a, a fragile high school life. Did I? Yeah. Did I? Clearly. Oh, uh, yeah, but I'm all about some Princess and the Frog, man. It's got great music. The story's fun. Uh, Tiana's a, oh, awesome. She's an awesome princess. Uh, and it's just a, it's, it's a nice movie, and no one, no one really shows it any love, especially now that Frozen has come out. Right. And I like Frozen. I went and saw Frozen. Frozen's fun. It's great. But, it's man, that movie's not that great. Right. It's not the greatest movie in the world. And it what like Frozen Fever hit, and I think we're still in the middle of Frozen Fever. Um, it's been nearly two years since that movie came out. And here we are, still living that life. Yeah. And uh, but no, I, I really like Princess and the Frog. That's my. It's a severely underrated Disney movie. Go watch that movie. Is it on Netflix? No. No. It's not on Netflix. Oh, I was gonna give it a but shot. I think it's still available in stores. I don't think it's been locked up yet. So okay. you can go find it uh, on all of your digital platforms. That might not be true. <laughs> this isn't sponsored, so I'm not plugging anything. Thank God. <laughs> Sponsor You're bashing the Lion King. I'm not bashing Lion King. I just said it's a fine movie. I just don't love it. Okay. All right. I'll certainly don't love Lion King one and a half. Well, who does? They did. Clearly, they did it. They made it. Yeah, I guess. They so. Thought it was a good idea. Um. All right. So what did you say? You said the rescuers or Oliver and Company. Uh, mine was Oliver and Company, but uh, you know those, are, also, those are deep tracks, man. Those are like that's track eight and nine yeah, on the hardcore. album that is Disney. That's right, disc four. You know, it's that one and are really um, digging deep. One of my favorite ones too is an older one. Um, not necessarily the Mr. Toad part though, but Ichabod. The, I love the Headless Horseman story. Oh yeah, and I like the Disney. Uh, I like the Disney is interpretation that the of that. Dead? No, uh, that's not quite. No, no that's Sleepy <laughs> Hollow. Christopher Walken. Oh my gosh, there it is. Nah, did you, um, by the way, side note, did you watch, have you seen any of the uh, Peter Pan that Christopher Walken was in live yeah, on, I saw on TV? Yeah, I saw him yeah. It's rough. That was rough. Yeah, that's, that's, he that's forgot his lines yeah. several times, and he was just... He was, he was just, like 85 years old at this point. He was just making noises instead. Yeah. So he was like, oh, I can't do a Christopher Walken, but he was just like going, ooh, hey, ooh, that's a thing, and then like just waiting for other people to pick it up. That was rough. R.I.P. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> your career. Well, I'm the sorry. Seven He's 72. Good. I'm yeah. sorry. Damn. He's not as old as I thought it's he was. It's amazing. You know, like, after seeing, like, uh, after the Back to the Future stuff that occurred recently, mm-hmm. I went and looked. Chris, uh, Christopher Lloyd is only in his early 70s as yeah. well. He, look- he looks about 112. Yeah. Also, in, in 1985, <laughs> he looked about 74 when yeah. he was 45 or whatever he was it's in the insanity, movie. insanity, isn't it? So, poor guy. But when, I, I watched that video with him this past week. Uh, he had like this, when he got out of the, Delor- the DeLorean and stuff. Oh, yeah. Give it a little short message. Him when I saw him when he got out of the, De- of the DeLorean, I was depressed. Mm. Like, yeah, I was like, he, he looks and, so he old. He and Michael man. J. Fox went on Jimmy Kimmel, oh, God. and they were like being themselves, or they yeah. were being Marty and Doc, and it was just like even Michael J. Fox doesn't really even look like Michael J. Fox anymore. anymore. He just got old. Uh, and uh, but Christopher, Christopher Lloyd's rough shape. 
It's, they're both, it's scary. They're both man. in rough shape. It's I, I just God, I love the movie so much. I honestly think as we talked about it at one point, Jurassic Park being my favorite movie. I I I thought about it shortly after that episode. I think Back to the Future did take it for it's me. A good movie. So I just, it's God. it's a nearly perfect movie. It really is. I love that movie it's got so a great much. Score. It's funny. You can watch it, it several substance. times, and there's always like different things. You it can doesn't see. feel dated. Back to the Future Two feels old to me. Does but it? Back to the Future One doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. It feels. It feels. It's a good movie. It's what about fun. <laughs> the movie feels wrong to me. <laughs> I know that it was. It wasn't necessarily bad, and it did kind of leave room for a fourth one ish. Yeah. But I know nobody like they're they're not gonna redo it. Um, whoever I think. Was it Zemeckis? Somebody said like they're never ever gonna let that happen. I could see that. Um, but yeah, like Back to the Future just doesn't feel dated to me. It also doesn't feel Disney to me. So we should probably. Go. I was just thinking that we probably want to go back to what we were talking about. Um, R.I.P. Michael J. Fox. No, oh, he's yeah. not dead. Yet. Or Crispin Glover, right? His he's his character, or he died, right? Well, he's not dead, but well, he left the movie. Yeah, he left. R.I.P. CGI Christopher or Crispin Glover. It wasn't even CGI. It was just some dude in makeup. Was it stock foot? No, but like at the dance, there was a when he went back to the dance. Was it stock footage or was it footage from the first I'm sure movie? Sure, it was just stock footage. Yeah. Oh, okay, because yeah, he got all pissed off. And well, I think all the all the movies were back. planned, so I imagine they probably just shot the same scene at two different angles and then just used it for the next one. I don't know what they said, but he sued them and got his money for using him in that second. Movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Crispin Glover. And then he went into hot tub man. time machine, among other things. Clearly, his career is at a at a high point. Mm. All right, so uh, one thing besides the iPhone and iTunes and a big, like really high prices for music mm-hmm. that we can thank Steve Jobs for is uh, his acquisition of Pixar and really kind of helping bring Pixar into the world. And, like Steve Jobs, at the height of his powers, man, was rolling out a new iPhone every year and one or two Pixar movies every year. Mm-hmm. That dude was on top of the world. Yep. So Pixar is, you know, obviously this arm of Disney that Disney acquired however many years ago, over 20 years ago at this point, I guess. Pixar Animation Studios and they've rolled out in their career some of the most beloved animated features of all time. Right. Some not so much, but some are really really good. They they they've had more hits than misses. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're trending upward because I've heard. I, I still haven't seen it, but I, 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 I can. I've only heard amazing things about Inside Out, and the footage for the Good Dinosaur looks really good as well. Oh, I can't so, wait! It looks good. Um, I guess real quick, we'll do uh, favorite Pixar movies and characters. Um, uh, I, I have a feeling I know what your favorite movie is going to be. <laughs> you probably do. Uh, well, you got to name off the obvious ones first, like Toy Story. Mm-hmm. You know, unbelievable, all three of them. Yeah. Um, I really, really did like Cars, actually. Too. Not the second one, but yeah, you know, the first one was cars really too. good. Nobody yeah. at all. First one was really... It's just really, like, inventive. Like, they, they... That's what I love so much about them, is just an entire brand new world. Like, you look at a lot of the animated movies for, like, Dumbo. You look at Pocahontas and stuff, and it's largely here in this in this well world. yeah it's either people or animals being people exactly but this Pixar, is cars being people it's cars it's monsters you know it, it's just all kinds of this cool stuff and it brings this whole other perspective on the way you look at things not necessarily just one person going on an adventure but just the way that things could be different if like you know cars could talk if mm-hmm. toys could talk you know and i like that a lot um but my favorite one happened to be what would happen if fish could talk um, in Finding Nemo. Really? Finding Nemo is your favorite. I Finding was going to guess Toy Story or Toy Story 3. Was it, gonna be your Toy favorite. Story, 
one is my no toy story three is my second favorite and toy story one's my third uh but finding nemo i think is still my favorite one it, it largely because of the score the music in the movie is unbelievable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that um opening song yeah, the nemo egg song i can't think of who did it but um it's just so well done and the characters are awesome ellen degeneres i think just kills it as a dory and uh, i'm really excited for the sequel it's just it, it's just such a good well done movie that really it just introduces a lot of new ideas for like you know certain just a lot of cool things that fish did mm-hmm. um i wish i just i can't really describe it it was just such a well done movie it's, it's great just fish doing fish stuff man i guess so and, you know i never even thought to look who's in the cast of this but um it's kind of not who I, willem dafoe was in the movie he was um gill yeah he was the the Never even thought about it. Scarface, uh, big fish. I just, I accepted these were real fish talking. Um, Geoffrey Rush was in it. It's Nigel. Um, Brad Garrett. Was John Ratzenberger in it? Possibly. I'm not sure. he absolutely was in it. He was the... Not sure. He was the uh, Stingray. That's right. School bus driver. Albert Brooks. Man, Ellen DeGeneres, of course, yeah. Albert Brooks looks weird. He looks... I don't know. Anyway, uh, so what, what? What's your favorite Pixar movie? I mean, my favorite Pixar. Movie. I, it's to me. It's, it's not going to be that hard to guess. <laughs> Go ahead. It's Cars Two, isn't it? Well, no. The Incredibles. It is The Incredibles. Oh yeah. The Incredibles is not only one of the best like Pixar movies ever, mm-hmm. but it is arguably one of the best superhero movies of all time. Yep. Everybody's like, oh. The Incredibles is just a Fantastic Four ripoff. Well, guess what? It's a better Fantastic Four than the Fantastic Four movies were. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Brad Bird, who is a phenomenal director, who's behind the new Mission Impossible movie. He was behind Ratatouille. He was behind the Iron Giant. That's that right. dude is a titan. That movie is amazing. It's mm-hmm. a, it's such a good movie, and it's it's. I mean, yeah, okay, whatever. They have similar powers to the Fantastic Four big deal right. it's a ride man it is fun it's got some of the best scenes in pixar it's got i really like syndrome who's kind of like a stupid villain who turns out to be kind of smart stalker. but really stupid at yeah. the end I, just <laughs> but obviously the scene i think that everyone loves is when the big monster or the big robot is fighting and uh was his name Fro- Frozone? Frozone? Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's character. He's looking for his super suit. Yeah. He's arguing with his wife. He's saying, this is for the greater good. And he says, I'm the greatest good that you're ever going to get. Right. And it's so good. It's so, such a good movie. Yeah. And the music is awesome. The music is by Michael Giacchino, who does a lot of music for Pixar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also did the music in Jurassic World. He was involved in the score for Jurassic World. So, I mean, the guy, like, the music's great. It's kind of like a... Uh, what is it like bossa nova kind of music yeah, to it okay and then i just it's it's so fun and then john ratzenberger makes an appearance as the mole or the uh what was it the mole uh, man the mole man yeah yeah he just the, rises out of the ground yeah, yeah. Or the underminer was his name was uh, that it? The, yeah, yeah at the end and he's like talking to no one outside of an elementary school track meet and uh <laughs> it's it's such a good yeah the, the pixar or the the incredibles is great i forgot the mole man was actually um that's the real fantastic four version yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, honestly, until you said that, I didn't even think about the Fantastic Four connection. Yeah. I've never noticed. Yeah, it's basically, I mean, yeah, you have a stretchy it's woman. It's exactly the same. A stretchy yeah. man, you have a strong person, an invisible person, and a fast person. Okay, so it's not. But the baby 
is like a demon. So like yeah. fire demon. So I guess that can be Johnny Blaze. That's and then weird. you've got a DC character in there as Dash, but it's so good. It's got Craig T. Nelson mm-hmm. and Jason Lee and Samuel L. Jackson. It's it's great. Yeah, it's no, it's it's an excellent movie. Helen Hunt, I believe, is a... There's a sequel coming too, right? Yeah, Incredibles yeah. 2. They had like the Jack-Jack stuff as well. Uh, but yeah, there's a full-blown sequel coming, I believe, in 2018 or 4. It's that soon? Yeah. God. You remember when, like, Toy Story took, like, 10 years to make? Like, a computer animated movie took forever. They're rolling them out, man. Steady. We're getting two Pixar movies in a year. That's crazy. Two of them. Unbelievable. Bring it on. I... I don't know. I'm excited. I'm definitely excited. I'm excited for the Finding Nemo sequel. I'm excited for the Incredible sequel. But as far as sequels go, with the exception of Toy Story, kind of worried, (laughs) to be honest with you. Well... Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, sequels are always tough, I think, especially when you have to manufacture a completely new story. Yeah. If you have source material or if you have a story in mind, like, for example, Star Wars, you know, George Lucas wrote Star Wars, and I he, he obviously left it very open-ended at the end of Star Wars, so it, was only, it only made sense that a sequel was going to come in The Empire Strikes Back, directed by Irvin Kirshner, a.k.a. one of the best movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, it only made sense. But when you have to make a new movie... Especially f- so like, far down the road, Like, too. Finding Nemo, the sequel, is going to come out 12 years after yeah. the first it's, one? It's so long. It's I mean, it's because people are like, I love that movie. And they mm. go, oh, you do? Here's another one. And then it you're, you're almost going to be let down. Right. Because it's not coming from the same creative, like, period. Mm. Like, Star Wars was probably written at the same time. I imagine he had that thing written. Not, not. I, I'm not saying all the movies, yeah, I was, but I mean he had the idea for what was going to happen, at least roughly sketched out. So there was a timeline he was kind of setting up. But I mean, if we have Finding Nemo and the events of Finding Nemo, and it ends very much kind of, bleh, like yeah. it's it's kind of closed, and then here we go, we have to make another movie, and it's a prequel, I guess, about Dory, or is it? After? No, I think it's a sequel. Like it, it's, I know it takes so place in like a Sea World type thing. So it's after the events of Finding Nemo. Yeah, it's like I guess her whole family. I, so again, something like memory problems. We're writing a completely new movie using the same kind of humor and yeah. the same referential stuff from the first one. Twelve years later, with probably a completely different creative team. Right. So it's it's gonna be different, mm-hmm. and it's gonna probably be a letdown. You think George Lucas had in mind the brother sister kiss before? <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. 100%. Okay, just wanted to make sure. I yeah, mean, I uh, I recently rewatched those movies in anticipation kind of, of the new one, and it's really it is because I forgot that Leia just full on makes out with Luke in Empire. Yeah, like, it's a good like, that just five happens. Of, yeah, and uh, right in front of Han, and then at the end of Jedi, Han's like, uh, spoiler alert, he's like, I'll go. I'll go, you can you, you love him, don't you? And here's the thing. Luke tells Leia, spoiler alert, Luke tells Leia, hey, uh, you're my sister, right? And then Leia goes to yeah. talk to Han, and then Han goes, you love Luke, don't you? And she goes, well, yeah. Like, he should well, know. I thought you were going to say because, like, she, uh, he says, like, you're my sister, and she goes, like, she goes, I, I think I've always knew. known. Yeah. yeah. What? She waited this long. What? That is weird. It's like, I'm in too deep. I can't. Seriously. Yeah. It's terrifying. You're my brother, but I love you. It's a really scary moment It's for the film. It's a little much. But how excited are you for that Star Wars movie, man? Oh, God. 
Mm. Can't wait. I'm excited. We can mm. talk about mm. that. That's Disney too. Whew. Yeah, it is Disney property. I mean, we can't really say much because it's it's all been said. You know, there's all kinds of theories going around. There's all oh, kinds 100%. of stuff. Going and look, on. here's the thing. I've talked about it before. How I don't like to get super anticipate or I don't like to get super ramped up in movies because I don't want to be like completely let down. Mm. And I feel the same way because right now Star Wars is three and three. Right. Right. If this movie's bad, there's gonna be more bad Star Wars movies than than good. Yeah. Do you realize how important this movie is? This is pivotal. And so if this movie's bad, the world might explode because the internet <laughs> shut down for a night like right. these movie t- movie sites did mm-hmm. when that trailer came out. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm 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 all at once really really happy and like cuz everything that they put out and the cool thing is like they haven't released 19 trailers like the Avengers did. 19 trailers like every movie does. Yeah. There's been two teasers and an official trailer and then some other stuff that they've shown at D23 and Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And so uh, out of all of that, we've seen probably six minutes of unique footage of the movie. Because a lot if of the, that, really. Because the teasers and the new trailer have a lot of stuff that overlaps. So we've seen very little. And the cool thing about the new trailer especially it still doesn't show what the hell the movie's about. Yeah, that's I have no idea and that, what that's it is. the important thing. When what you, is when, the awakening when you, in the force? Exactly. Who knows? Is Luke gonna be in it? No one's seen him yet. Where? That's the cool thing that I love. Right. Is that he's they're all at once building so much anticipation and hype, which is scary for this movie, but not giving anything away, and yeah. they're leaving it all for the theater because that's it. What we got. That's it. We're not getting anything else other than the toys and stuff until we go to see that movie. Right. And that's. I whenever I look at like uh, like the Marvel trailers and stuff like that, that that's a huge problem I have is they literally walk through the entire movie yeah, you like knew they, the whole plot is in it yeah when you go to see and uh, that, that you're 100 percent right Star Wars has maintained it's not going to tell you what the fuck the movie's no. about it's not it's, it refuses to tell you it's going to be like we want you we want you all to be surprised Did you see even the um they're I guess they're hesitant to show this guy who's like terminally ill the movie because they don't oh, want it to get out my god you know. Like, that's gonna be rough. That's apparently what's I going. Mean, that's a real oh, I know, fear. I know that uh, John Boyega and Mark Hamill have like lended their support to this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just like showing the movie, you know, you yeah. know, because I guess he, I guess I'm not really sure on the details, but if I, from what I understand, he's like he may, he might not make it to mm. December 18th. That's, you know, that's tough. That's it's a hard tough. position for Disney, and I understand. I, I don't, I'm not on their side with it, but I understand sort of what yeah. it is because and, you don't, you really don't know the guy. You yeah. could, he can just walk. All it takes is a computer. Everyone's gonna know the yeah, ending of the movie. You can just tweet That's it. all it takes. Yeah, and I'm, I, look, I'm not trying to downplay the the importance or like the 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 impact of like a terminal illness or anything. Yeah. But can you imagine? I know I, I've seen one of the cool things is when that when that trailer came out, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega both posted their reactions yeah. to the trailer. It was cool too. They haven't seen the movie yet, apparently. Yeah. And the, obviously, movies are shot in chunks, mm-hmm. out of time, all of that. So, Completely out of sequence. So they, yeah. I don't know if they've seen the script. So, like, can you imagine the immense pressure that would be on someone who knows everything that's going to happen in the movie? Or at least people that know, like, members of the cast who You would know, have to feel like you're going to burst at all times. know what happened. And, like, constantly having people grill you yeah. about what's going on. That's got to be a pressure. And obviously, like, first world problems, right? But, I mean, as far as that goes, that's got to be tough. Because Star Wars is this, like, cultural touchstone Exactly. That this is, like I said, this is going to be either the fourth good one or the fourth bad one. And it's it's super important right now. And to know what's going to happen. Like J.J. Abrams, like the guy who wrote the movie mm-hmm. with um, Lawrence Kasdan. Right. Like 
but I, I can't imagine. I just cannot imagine. I'm, I'm decent at keeping secrets, but I don't know. I just don't know if I would be able to. You don't think you'd be able to? Oof. That, it, it would be and rough. That's not. That's I'm, really look, hard. Uh, D- Disney, if you ever want to hire me in the future, uh, I'm really good at keeping production secrets and stuff. I can do that. But God damn, I, like, I can't imagine the pressure <laughs> that's on them. Anyway, uh, Tangent, Star Wars is coming out December 18th. Everybody go see it. It's really awesome. We got our tickets. Uh, we're not going opening day because here's a problem that I have, actually. Can I? Um, the movie comes what out. Mean opening day. It does come out. We are going opening day. The movie mean. comes out, or not the first show, that's what I mean. Like okay, midnight. I got you. The first, the, the, it says the movie comes out December 18th. Mm-hmm. There are two showings on December 17th. One at 7 and one at 11. Right. The movie comes out on December 17th. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Are, what are we talking about? I know. It's oh, ridiculous. it comes out on Friday, yeah. but you can see it twice on Thursday if you want. Exactly. It comes out on Thursday, guys. Like, it, it was fun, like, when you camp out in front of the theater. We never did. But, like, we went and saw The Avengers at midnight. Well, yeah. Well, I was, was, I was just about to bring show. that up. Do you remember? Do you notice how far it's gone since we did that? Because it was midnight for The Avengers. Yeah. And then... Three years ago. Yeah. Pacific Rim was, like, 11 o'clock at night after that. And then we went... You and I recently went to go see Age of Ultron. It was, like, 10 o'clock at night. It, yeah. It was 9 o'clock or, like, yeah, 8 it was o'clock like or that, something. Yeah. It was the, the it's, day it's just getting before progressively, it came yeah. out. So, it, I, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing that I have. It, it cheapens the experience, which is, A, I didn't want to go to the 7 o'clock one anyway because I know every show is going to be sold out for the first two months. Is this movie ever going to not be in theaters? Oh, it's going to take It's going to make a billion dollars yeah. in a day, and then I don't know if it's ever going to be out of theaters. So I know It just every goes show's, straight into the Disney Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Every show is going to be packed. But there's just I, I just you know couldn't reconcile. Also, I probably couldn't have gotten tickets because I was on Fandango for two and a half hours, and I'm lucky that I got tickets for the show. Yeah, you have more patience before. than I did. I literally I went to Fandango, and like the first time it, first time it like said like page not found, I was there. I just screwed, mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I was there for a while. Who cares. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, Star Wars is fun. We really like Star Wars. Um, okay, so rolling back into Disney movies, uh, mm-hmm. like traditional Disney property. A fun thing that Hollywood likes to do is they like to take things that we love okay. and make them again. Okay. Uh, particularly with uh, Disney loves to do that, whether it's sequels or whether it's remakes or reboots or whatever. And they always um, want to make it grittier. A little bit darker. Yeah. Kind of weird. Uh, like So we've gotten several live action Cinderella's. We've gotten the Snow White movie with Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've gotten Maleficent. Uh, a pseudo Sleeping Beauty story. And next year, in 2017, we're going to get Beauty and the Beast, right. starring Emma Watson. Uh, it's actually a really big cast, honestly. Uh, the, the only person I know from is, is Emma Watson. No, Emma Watson. Uh, Ewan McGregor is Lumiere. Really? Uh, Luke Evans, who was in um, uh, the Hobbit movies. He was barred in the yeah. Hobbit movies. He plays Gaston. Ian McKellen is Cogsworth. Okay. Kevin Klein plays someone. Stanley Tucci is the piano. Emma Thompson is in the movie as Miss Potts. Mm-hmm. Josh Gad, who played Olaf in Frozen, and he's everywhere now. Yeah, is, it's uh, crazy. Lefou. How it's it's a big cast. This movie, and uh, I, but it's gonna be live action. And there's been I think they showed what they showed some footage at D twenty three. I want to say, but I haven't. They, I thought it was I don't just think the it was released to the public. Maybe it was Comic Con, but I know they released some footage um but not to the public i don't think just yet right so a fun thing that we that uh, a question that i wanted to ask was just take an old disney film okay and you are the casting director you work for disney now 
You're the casting director for this movie. It's the best decision they ever you made. You are making easily six figures right now. Uh, what kind of car do you drive? Just six figures on that? What kind of car do you drive, Mr. Um, casting director? I want to have... What's the car they drive? Into? I want to drive like a rival like company's car, like the car like in Despicable Me that like grew drew around. <laughs> yeah, I want to drive a Jurassic Park Jeep. Yeah. All right, that's good. Something like that. Okay, that'd but be you, cool. You work for Disney. You are a casting director. <laughs> Roll up in and, a Range Rover. <laughs> and Walt says to you, he says, "Hey, Joe. Um, hey, it's it's me. It's Walt. We need a new movie made." <laughs> But it's not going to be a new movie. It's going to be an old movie, just new. It's not even Mr. Disney. It's just Walt. <laughs> Walt. You guys are on a first-name basis. So Walt says to you, hey, cast me a movie. It's live action or live action slash CGI, okay. like the new Jungle Book movie. It'll have to be, yeah. Um, just cast. Give me, give me a short list. I'm okay. not Walt, so you don't have to give me the whole thing. Uh, just pick a movie and then give me some of the main characters. All right, here we go. In 2015, so no Marlon Brando and Judy Garland and John Wayne and shit. I'm talking, you're casting this today. I have to rethink the whole cast. Well, no, um, no. I personally, I went with something that probably didn't have a whole lot of characters, simply because I'm. This is a tough one, especially with Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of the characters are almost like, sort of, uh, what, what uh, like a stereotype almost of that character. Yeah. Like, um, the, like I'm gonna pick the Little Mermaid for example. Mm-hmm. And uh, like Eric, you could pick anybody with like black hair. He's just a dude. <laughs> yeah, just a real, like an in shape dude with black hair. That's yeah. all you got to do. You know, I could pick Adrian Brody if I wanted to. Good. Um, but I'm not going to. Um, I, I I am gonna go with Little Mermaid, and um, a lot of Game of Thrones stuff going on right now. Oof. So Sophie Turner, who plays Sansa Stark, mm-hmm. would be my Ariel, which sounds creepy when I say that out loud. My Ariel. <laughs> um. Uh, I think that would probably be a pretty decent choice. Really, not uh, bo- not Bonnie Wright from Harry Potter no, as the redhead. No, I or Haley uh, Haley Williams from Paramore. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. She can sing. She t- they do the soundtrack. Too <laughs> <laughs> weird. Um, no, it would be Sophie Turner. I just think she had she she could do pull the aerial thing. She's got the crazy red hair already. It's like super long in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for Ursula, who I just found out was uh, based on a crossdresser. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could go John Goodman and drag, but I'm going to go with Kathy Bates. Okay. okay. As Ursula. Yeah. You know. Body language. Yeah. Yeah, Ursula's great. That's a great. Yeah. Poor unfortunate awesome souls is a good song. King Trident. Uh, considering he already has the experience playing someone like this, I'm gonna go with Liam Neeson. Okay. What, because he played Zeus? Yes, exactly. <laughs> he played the king of the gods, but I mean, what more is it for him to just play like a step underneath that, you know? Um, or maybe Jeff Bridges. I like Jeff Bridges. I don't know. I, I'll stick with William Neeson. Um, Eric, like I said, you could pick almost any dude with like just black hair. You could. Um, just to make it weird, I'm going to go Kit Harrington, who is uh, Jon Snow on Game of Thrones, and her, him and... Uh, uh, Sophie Turner are they play siblings on the show, sort of like half siblings, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just want to make that a little weird for him. Uh, and uh, what's it, Flounder? Flounder. I mean, you don't even have to. You don't have to pick an actor at this point. It could just be like any like decent voice actor. So I'm gonna go with someone like, um, uh, God. How about like Haley Joel Osment? <laughs> or is he too old? No, yeah, you can too old. You can go with Haley Joel Osment. Okay, it's kind of. Oh, you know who I'm gonna go with? Um, 
the guy who plays uh, Norman Bates on the Bates Motel, Freddie Highmore. Okay. Yeah, that guy. He's gonna be fonder. Um, and uh, what's the what's the crab's name? Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Under the sea. I'm gonna stick with the Game of Thrones thing. And uh, I'm going to put Peter Dinklage as the crab. <laughs> as the Calypso Jamaican crab? <laughs> yeah. I think gonna, he could do so it. So Peter Dinklage like, rolling around I have faith. singing Calypso songs. <laughs> rolling around. <laughs> Why is he rolling? I don't know. He's just doing his thing. Um, no, I, his acting chops are good enough. I'll give him that. That or I'll give it to like, I don't know. Like uh, Give him like Chris Rock a Jamaican accent or something and see how it goes. I don't know. I like the idea of like Peter Dinklage like trying to do the crap <laughs> like like I just I don't know I picture him on like st- st- like standing on a stool it's front of in the voice booth <laughs> he's on like a, he's on one of those like apple crates that, like they used to make in like the fifties <laughs> I was look I, 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 you could have given me a hundred guesses and I never would have picked <laughs> Peter Dinklage as <laughs> Sebastian the crab or like Liam Neeson in a dual role doing the Calypso <laughs> thing you know. Not Ziggy Marley or like anyone I, else. I mean, <laughs> Peter Fine, we'll be Goldberg. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, Sebastian has he has lines. He's like he's like yeah. trying to keep Ariel in the sea, and I don't know if Peter Dinklage. He's maybe a little too intense for me. You think so? Sebastian's fun. Like <laughs> Peter Dinklage is not. He's very much like he's kind of stoic. And you don't think Jeremy Irons could pull off like a? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you could do a. Uh, Who was the voice of Sebastian in the original? I don't look. Know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Let's see. <laughs> it was um, uh, Samuel E. Wright. I've never heard of this guy. Samuel E. Wright, known for okay, he's little. He's known for the Little Mermaid. So okay, and Dinosaur. He was in Dinosaur. Um, but you know, to me the crab. This is your movie. Doesn't necessarily need to be movie casting director. He doesn't necessarily need to be Jamaican though. I, it's just, yeah. I, he could be like kind of anybody, you know. I don't know. Let's just. I'll call it at like. Um, just give it to Brad Garrett. That's fine. <laughs> what? That's fine. That's fine. You are all over the place. Who did I say for Sebastian? Oh, it was a uh, Freddie Highmore. That's right. I don't know. Who is like, Flounder? That's that's why I'm not a casting director. <laughs> Whew. I mean, no. That's. I mean, look, hell, that. I mean, is, so is that going to be mostly CG, or is uh, that going to be live action? No, you know what it's going to be. You know how like uh, you know how like the Lion King has the Broadway play where they're like dressed in those crazy headdresses. Yeah, that's how they're going to be. Like that's how Flounder and Sebastian are going to be. Well, no, 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 no. That's how Sebastian's going to be. Flounder is going to be like that giant like store bought costume where like the guy's head and like arms and legs are poking out, and it's just like it's, it almost looks like Flounder's going through his chest. Like it's just one of those big costumes. God. That's what I want. This is like HR puffin stuff, like meets like Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> Metropolis. Look, man. All right. I, uh, uh, Walt like called. You're fired. Yeah, you're fired. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not questioning the decision. I'm just. <laughs> I just want reasons. He said as, you could. You can I just keep want the, specific reasons as the, to uh, why. You can keep the the Jeep, the Jurassic Park Jeep. Well, I, I hope I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can ask Spielberg for that thing. DreamWorks paid for it. <laughs> it's Universal. Well, I meant like a rival company to Disney. I, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just I like that idea. <laughs> we could do some good with that. It's like what a would fever you, dream? Yeah. 
But you know what it was almost going to be, actually? I was going to recast uh, Snow White and Seven Dwarves. And uh, the only one that I had in my head was... Charlize uh, Theron as the Evil Queen, right? And, uh, I, t- t- sure. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth I, yeah. as the Huntsman. I guess was he? Oh, oh, was that him in the? Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I forgot they remade that movie. I did. Uh, no, I was thinking like Rowan Atkinson as Dopey, <laughs> like Mr. Bean. <laughs> Not even like as a dwarf, just like as regular, just like Mr. Bean, like dressed the same. Nah, you know who I would pick for Dopey? It would be Spencer Breslin, only because he was Beans in Even Stevens. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know he's like a fully fledged adult now, but I always just have him in my mind as Beans. Yeah, he and looks like a kid though, doesn't he? Does he? I thought. I feel like no. I remember seeing him. Sp- Fairly recently, like that. Yeah, I could see that. You know, what about um, uh, Grumpy? Louis Black. I mean, he was he was <laughs> he was rage in uh, Inside Out. So I feel like your anger or whatever Louis it was. Black. So <laughs> the giant beard. <laughs> or yeah, Randy Quaid. If we're gonna do that. Wait, this kid wasn't Beans. Was it? Who was the kid that played Beans? Am I, I know. Wrong? I know who this guy. I'm looking it up right now. Who's Spencer Breslin? Why do I know his name? He was um. Oh, Spencer Breslin was in um. He was in the kid. He wasn't was in he? uh. Or not the kid. Yeah, with Bruce Willis. He was also in um. Cat in the Hat with Dakota Fanning. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Who the hell was Beans? I'm looking him up right. Oh, here it is. Uh, Stephen Anthony Lawrence. Yeah. Well, this guy then. Yeah, absolutely. Stephen. <laughs> Look at him. Yeah, you're seeing the same <laughs> shot. I. Oh no, that's not. <laughs> that that's is not absolutely the same shot. dopey. R.I.P. to that guy. Good lord. Wait a second. No, this guy was in Cat in the Hat. Spencer Breslin was in Cat in the Hat. No, it says, it, I'm literally looking. It says St- uh, St- Stephen Anthony Lawrence, Cat in the Hat 2013. Or 2003. Who was Spencer Breslin? Uh, let's find out. I'm just looking at it. It's Cat in the Hat. Were they both in it? They were both in it. Oh, that's right. He was in the birthday party. Hmm. Do you remember that? No. No? Clearly, because I don't even remember the first kid. Or I don't remember the actual <laughs> beans. God, Let me dude. apologize to Stephen Anthony. That's what we should do. Lawrence? Is that his last uh, name? I already oh, forgot Steve, his name. Stephen Lawrence, yeah. yeah. Stephen Lawrence. R.I.P. Stephen Lawrence. <laughs> that's that's what career, we should do. My man. Let's do commentary. Let's do a commentary track to accompany the 2013, or 2003 Cat in the Hat movie. <laughs> that's a rough movie. That's a vulgar movie. Is it? Yeah. Vulgar? It's well, I remember some parts. For but kids? Remember, yeah. It came out when we were like 10 and 11 and 12. That is a rough, rough movie yeah. to watch. It's not even good. Apparently, it features Paris Hilton as well. What list was this guy? You know how like IMDb has those like lists on the side. Mm-hmm. This says uh, under user list, list related, uh, Mortal Kombat mock fan cast <laughs> for Beans. It's gonna be a uh, Raiden. That's what he's gonna do. Um, it says. I'm going to go through this real quick. We're falling off the rails right now. Nah, we'll get back to it in a second. <laughs> this, this, is, this is too important to look away from. Taylor Lautner as Liu Kang. Oh Jason Lee as Scorpion. James R- Ramirez. What? <laughs> James Ramirez from <laughs> it's Raiden. Peter Dinklage as, as Johnny Cage. What the fuck? <laughs> what is this? Jesse Eisenberg as Noob. Did a blind person make this list? <laughs> Basically, an someone who's voice. never seen Mortal Kombat before. I guess so. <laughs> Adrian Balon. I don't even know who this is. She was in uh, the Cheetah Girls. Okay. <laughs> I like how you know like Shout that. Out to the Cheetah Girls. Like, not like Beans or like Spencer Breslin or anything. Nobody knows stuff. fucking Beans. <laughs> what has he done? Let's Google him. Cat in the Hat and even Stevens, bro. <laughs> that guy. 
Come on. Jesus. Um, she's going to be Sonya Blade. Tom Felton, Draco Malfoy from the Harry Potter series as Striker. <laughs> what is this God. list? I don't know. Uh. Billy Ray Cyrus is Kano. <laughs> this list has a creator. What is the username? <laughs> We're going to call this guy out. I'm going to follow this guy uh, on let Twitter. Let me do the rest of it. Hang on. It gets worse. Steve Gutenberg is Goro. <laughs> At this point, it feels like they're just making fun this of is, it. It, it, make it, can't, it can't be serious. It doesn't make any sense. Morgan Freeman is Shang Tsung. Uh, everybody's getting older. <laughs> it's getting older. We went from like Taylor Lautner, who can, is totally believable. Yeah, it goes back. Don't worry. Morgan it goes back. Freeman? Don't worry. Matt Damon is Sub-Zero 2. Oh, my God. Shaquille O'Neal as Jax Clint Eastwood as uh, Kristen Stewart Malena and Katana Kentaro What plot do they have here? Bill Paxton This is mixing like <laughs> Mixing like three different games uh, Kung Lao is John Chow John Cho, I'm sorry They have Harold and Kumar in here Freaking Cal Penn is Shao Kahn Who was Bill Paxton? Kentaro Wasn't he the centaur? <laughs> Cameron Diaz is Jade. This is the dumbest thing I've ever listened to in my life. They have everyone from Twilight. They have Robert Pattinson down here. <laughs> Aaron Taylor Johnson is Quan Chi. They're literally mixing like four games plots into one. Like I, I know the Mortal Kombat storyline. Like I'm not really sure what's going on here. We have Robert Pattinson as Smoke. Um, David Duchovny is Cabal. I, it's that's. That actually makes sense. Carmen Electra is Sindel. Oh, my God. Shia LaBeouf is Motaro. Well, I'm trying to figure out where Bean's... Oh, Leif Garrett's in this movie, too. <laughs> oh Leif Garrett is Jarek. Kyle Massey from uh, That's So Raven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Corey in the house. Yeah. Oh, oh here it is. <laughs> Stephen Anthony Loris as Bo Wright Show, who, if I remember correctly, was the drunk guy. Yeah. Let's find out. Yeah, we can go back to Disney. I, I, just, I had to rattle off that list. That was really bizarre. It oh just, it's God. gotten... Uh, uh, the guy who plays um, McLovin as uh, Shujinko. I, like, I can't fathom around like Leif Garrett's in the cast. Like, what happened? Yeah, Bo Wright Show is, um, is, a, is a master of... I think they call it like, the drunken monkey style or something like that. Oh, my God. I remember in, uh, I think it was Deception, not, maybe not Deception, uh, Deadly Alliance, one of his attacks was like throwing up and like the person tripping on it. I don't think I've ever played a single second of a Mortal Kombat game. Really? Maybe at an arcade, but I never, I certainly never owned a Mortal really? Kombat game. I've played all the games, so like I've kind of like kind of grasped it. There's a big story that goes over the whole thing, but. I saw the movie. I don't know what, at, they're, at, they're, they're literally talking about how many people here? I played Tekken. I was a Tekken kid. They want 35 actors to play main characters in a Mortal Kombat movie. That's going to be an expensive movie. What is it? Morgan Freeman and Christopher Mintz Plass. And, uh, man, like this movie, if they're going to make this movie with all these actors playing these characters, that's going to be an expensive-ass movie. Exactly. And, well, look at the CGI, too, if, like, the Goro's involved. They have to make Steve Gutenberg look threatening. Here, I'm showing Ben a picture here. This is what uh, Beans is supposed to look like in the Mortal Kombat movie, Ugh. accordingly. That's not, uh, you're telling me that's not, what's his face? Uh, Hurley from Lost was his name? Yeah, that could absolutely Jorge be. Jorge Garcia. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Who's in that new Adam Sandler Netflix thing 
Uh, oh, the, the ridiculous six yeah, or whatever. Ridiculous yeah. Six, where Good like Lord. the last minute of the uh, the two minute teaser is just all of the actors that are in it, <laughs> including Jorge Garcia. It's it's astounding, right? Like that, like he these movies that he's made recently. How does Adam Sandler have any credibility left? That's the thing. Like, how is he getting these people? Because <laughs> people like, yep, he's Adam Sandler. Like after Remember 15 after fifteen years ago when he made Jack his last Jill, good movie, how did anything like how did he get anything made? After after Mr. Deed, after Click. I mean, I'm I'm talking. Well, what was the last good Adam Sandler film? I actually like Click. Mr. Deeds <laughs> in 2001. I didn't like Mr. Deeds. Exactly. Yeah. So we're in the 90s already. We're already back to the 90s. Well, for you, like I said, I like Click, but like before that, yeah, it's a long time. Man. I don't know, man. That's that's a fall from grace. This is a rough. I mean, this is a rough list. God, like everybody knows Adam Sandler's a joke, and like for some reason he's still. People still give him stuff. It's huge that actors. Whole Happy Madison with him and uh, uh, what's his name, Kevin James, yeah, and Rob Schneider and uh, Swartzen and Rob Riggle. It's is, just a bunch of. Is Rob Schneider work. still involved with Happy Madison? Though I don't know. Is David Spade? Well, he was in Grown Ups, so maybe. Yeah, Rob Schneider wasn't in Grown Ups too. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he was in the first one though. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. yeah. Good lord! All right, All right so let's get back to what we're talking about. Jesus, what were we doing? We were I don't casting remember. Disney. Oh yeah, that's right. You created um, that fever dream of a Little Mermaid <laughs> film. This is the 2001: A Space Odyssey of Disney movies. <laughs> this is going to be the game changer. Oof. Rough. I want it to be like one of those. Like I want it to be shot too. Like it's one of those. Um, like a student film, <laughs> like an art film, like really obscure. Like there's no dialogue. They're doing everything in sign language. That would be great. That's the kind of movie I want to see. <laughs> anyway, so what, okay, you, let's go back of, to what yours had. Straight let's, out of Disney. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was your movie? Let's get into that. All right, so my movie is going to be, um, what is, like, think of iconic Broadway shows. Lion King. Close. Cats. Be- okay. <laughs> People dressed as cats. End scene. The Aristocats. Oh. <laughs> I'm casting The Aristocats, Good which is Lord. one of my favorite Disney movies that is also pretty underrated. It's also pretty old, so maybe it's it's underrated because like it's just not in the general consciousness anymore. Okay. But I really enjoy that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so we open uh, in the house with the madam. You're not even casting. You're just giving me a play-by-play <laughs> whole thing. So the woman, who we don't really see in the film uh, that much mm-hmm. because she loses the cats. Well, they get they get kidnapped. It's a whole thing. Spoiler okay. Alert. Uh, the woman is gonna be it's gonna be Julie Andrews or Helen Mirren, Meryl Streep, someone Tilda like Swin- that. Tilda Swinton. Who? Tilda Swinton. Maybe, maybe yeah, like or Emma Thompson. Just okay. someone like that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Julie Andrews. She's she's still alive. <sighs> I think so. Let me All right, see. so Meryl Streep, just no, in no, case. No, I'm, not, I'm gonna check real quick. <laughs> Hang on. I think she is right. I Julie like Julie Andrews. Andrews. I would rather I'd rather her. She's do still it. alive. I feel like. Uh, yeah, she's still oh, shady. Yeah. She's oh, 80 yeah. years old. Oh, yeah, she's good enough. Yeah, you're, you'll do, Julie. Happy belated birthday, by so the way, October 1st. <laughs> or Maggie Smith, but she's kind of scary. So I'm going to go with Julie Andrews <laughs> is going to be the madam. And so she's got her cats. Her cat, her cat Duchess, okay. has her three little kids. So Duchess, du- I'm going to go, I'm going to jump a little bit. Duchess ultimately meets O'Malley the alley cat mm-hmm. when they get kidnapped. And her and O'Malley and the kids, Berlioz, Toulouse, and... I couldn't tell you. Oh, I don't remember this I movie. Just, <laughs> um, uh, Berlioz, 
I'm looking to lose and Marie, duh. Uh, they go on this adventure. Okay. And so they have to get back home. So I'm going to say <laughs> O'Malley the Alley Cat, the voice is very John Goodman. However, I'm not casting John Goodman in a live action version of the Aristocats. Okay. Just my conscience can't do it. So my I'm going to go with Hollywood's power couple, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is not French, but she's British. It's close enough. Good even Lord. though she's an American citizen now. She's going to be Duchess, the mild-mannered kind of hello woman right. uh, cat. And then John Krasinski's going to roll up. He can play street. Like, he's not he's not just like kind of uptight Jim Halperty kind of dudes. Mm-hmm. He can be like a weird homeless dude. He was kind of like that in Away We or, uh Away we go. Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, with Maya Rudolph. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and he was in Leatherheads, and he was in Jarhead, or uh, who was it again? John Krasinski. He was in. Um, I think he was in. He was in Jarhead, or he was in like uh, the Hurt Locker, or whatever. But he can do. He can do more rugged roles, and I imagine he can sing. He can do everything. He can do whatever he wants. So I'm gonna have Emily Blunt and John Krasinski because they already have chemistry because they're married and have a kid. They can play O'Malley and Duchess. So for the kids. I don't know many children actors, to be honest. So we're going to cast this a little older. Uh, and because the kids sing at the beginning of the movie, they mm-hmm. play their scales and arpeggios. Right. I'm going to go Ellie Golding as uh, as Marie, who is one of my... She's a singer. Um, she's uh, she's really great. She's going to be Marie. And then like the two brothers, Berlioz and Toulouse, are kind of like little rough, little scrappy little kids. And they fight each other a lot. And they prank each other. So I'm going to go Steve-O and Chris Pontius okay. are playing Berlioz and Toulouse. And, uh, they're here, just... here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I don't remember this movie at all. So as far as I can, I'm concerned, you have like you could have an amazing cast. I wouldn't know it. Maybe it would fit. Why, why, okay, if you're going to go Jackass, so why would you not go Johnny Knoxville, who's done voice work? Because they have better chemistry, Steve-O and Chris Pontius. They were the Wild Boys. What about Johnny Knoxville and like Bam Margera? Mm, no, <laughs> I personally it would be it would be Bam and Ryan Dunn, R.I.P. Okay. Bam Margera. Right. Um, but, so I'm gonna go. Wait, why would you say R.I.P.? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Steve-O and Chris Pontius as the two little ruffian cats, okay. little kittens. Uh, they also meet the Scat Cats on their way back to the house. It's a rough name for O'Malley's <laughs> O'Malley's band name or O'Malley's band of. Crazy cat friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with uh, Trombone Shorty and Orleans Avenue okay. as the Scat Cats because it's a great song. Everybody wants to be a cat. And it gets weird, man. The colors start changing on the mm-hmm. screen. The one, like, the really, really racist, stereotypical Siamese cat that is just clearly an Asian dude right. has, like, his eyes, you know, open. And uh, they're, like, showing rings and stuff. Everybody's getting high. It's weird. Psychedelic. <laughs> so I'm going Trombone Shorty. And Orleans Avenue is the Scat Cat band. Okay. And then the the butler who all who like kidnaps them, he's all salty because the madam like cares more about the cats than she does about the butler. And he's like he's a butthurt about that. Mm-hmm. So he kidnaps the cats and just goes and gets rid of them because he tries to kill him. So I'm <laughs> I'm going Ricky Gervais is okay. gonna be my mean, kind of uptight British butler that, guy. I agree with who uh, who goes to try to kill cats and stuff so aside from that there's a dog involved uh, i'm not going to cast the dog or anything and so i think that's pretty much it it's going to be like it's just going to be they're going to be live action but they're going to be dressed like cats kind of like cats and okay. spandex and stuff it's gonna be a whole thing uh directed by wes anderson oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh 
So it's going to be... Um, if he's directing, you have no say. It's going to be stop motion, isn't it? Nah, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's just gonna be a ride. It is gonna be a ride. Everybody get ready. The Aristocats 2015 Good coming God. to a theater near you. Bring uh, I don't know. A new pair of shorts. BYOB to um, Aristocats. <laughs> you know, now that you say that I really want like a sleepy, like a headless horseman movie, uh, but like straight up horror. Like like super gory and stuff. I don't know. Um yeah, like I don't I don't remember the Aristocrats at all. You could be naming off the best cast ever. I just wouldn't know it. I'm not. There's probably better people, <laughs> to be honest. Ricky Gervais is always good for like a like a snooty, like evil British guy, though. So I like that. I like that. Not bad. Could do it. I just like doing that. I like I like picking movies and recasting them. Even though I hate when we actually do that and we remake films, it's just fun to recast <laughs> movies. Just yeah. Actually, I have a class that head. does that. Like we do uh, Shakespeare plays, and right after we read them. An entire class is spent casting their, like nice. all the different like choices and stuff. Yeah, it's fun. It's interesting. Um, all right, okay. So, <laughs> good lord. So we went off the rails. We gotta we gotta get back on. All right. I, well, I, aside from the Disney like movies and songs and television properties, um, there's one well proper well multiple properties, uh, but right. one in particular that we're gonna talk about that Disney is probably maybe best known for, and that's their actual physical property in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, Walt Disney World. Okay. Obviously, Disneyland opened in the 50s. Uh, Walt actually, like, built it and opened it and everything, and then he died during the construction of Walt Disney World, Mm -hmm. and now there's, what, Disneyland Paris, Disneyland Tokyo. Um, There's... Like the Disney, obviously, it's a global enterprise. It's huge. Right. Um, so, but we live in Florida, so both of us have been to Disney World multiple times. Oh yes. Um, I actually went to Disney World for the very first time three years ago. That's um, I can't believe you went. It took that long. And well, there's a whole thing. It's a whole. It's a, there's a whole reason Disney World. Um, and it was we went to like I grew up in Virginia, and so we lived by Bush Gardens, and so there were more thrill rides. And we moved down to Florida. We had been accustomed to roller coasters and stuff, and that's not really the way that Disney rolls. Not really. It's more no. family style, like shows and attractions rather. Of course, than they do fun, have that stuff. Though. Fast roller coasters. So we went to like Universal and stuff if we ever went down to the theme parks. So, however, I one thing I love about theme parks more so than roller coasters is I love theme parks. I love right. walking around theme parks and Disney does atmosphere disney immersive ambiance mm-hmm. disney does feel and sound and he do, they do all the senses better than anyone that place is dripping in atmosphere oh yes and it's just great to walk around the magic kingdom it's awesome to see like look for the hidden mickeys and you 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 smell the stuff like they say they pump stuff into the air and like you just see the stuff and like you're just immersed it's full immersion and like no one's ever unhappy when they're at Walt now, Disney World. Let me I know you just said that so I imagine I already know the answer to this but which park is your favorite? Epcot. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you were going to say Magic Kingdom. I like Magic Kingdom because Magic Kingdom is fun. It's mm-hmm. like it's like the Disney park, right? Right. Um, but I, I like Epcot a lot. I like the World Showcase. Yes. Um, and we're going to go, I guess... That German restaurant. <laughs> we're going to so say, uh, we were talking about it before the show. One of the questions that I was going to ask you was, what's your favorite Disney World attraction? Yes. And we both realized that our favorite Disney World attraction is Spaceship Earth. Oh, God, yeah. Spaceship Earth is the big ball now, at Epcot. Go ahead. And it basically takes you through history. Yeah. Uh, now, currently being narrated by Dame Judi Dench, mm-hmm. you get, at the end of it, you, get, you take a picture at the beginning, and then at the end... Uh, you and the person 
who you're in the cart with, if you're in the cart with the person, get to see your future. And uh, you like go through the whole thing. It's a, it's a movie and it's a whole thing. But it's just so fun. It's old school. When I think Disney, and like obviously I didn't grow up going to Disney, but when I right. think Disney World for some reason, I think of the animatronics like yes, pirates yes. and uh, Tom Sawyer's Island or like all that kind of stuff where like you like it's the moving robot dudes mm-hmm. and that's that's all you see through Spaceship Earth. It takes I think you on of a more like as you're walking through you see the costume people you see the you know you can see Buzz Lightyear walking around you can see you know Alice from Alice yeah. in Wonderland well, I, I guess I just meant on attractions that's what I meant oh okay like when I think of Disney World attractions I, I just think I think yeah. of animatronics and I think of like it's it's again not thrill rides but attractions mm-hmm. things you see things you right do rather than like sitting and going 85 miles an hour in a well, i think when you look at a place like universal and you get on those roller coasters you're not really immersed that's in what anything. i mean it's just yeah you're just yeah, in a car yeah you you exactly you're just getting thrown around a lot yeah. which is you fun know, Disney, i love it you feel like you're part of the magic yeah. that brings it around you know it's yeah. really really cool every i mean every ride like theme parks are cool because like you know, you can look at Six Flags, and they have WB franchise, or they have WB stuff, mm-hmm. or superhero stuff, and like you have the Batman roller coaster. But again, it's just a roller coaster with Batman symbols painted on it. Exactly. And like Universal does it really well, also where they have the Simpsons ride, and they have the Back to the Future ride, and they have theme rides. But Disney, I think they do it better than anybody. All yeah. of their attractions are tied to their franchises. Mm-hmm. All of their attractions are tied to, uh, I guess, most of them at least, like Spaceship Earth really isn't. It's tied to Earth and time. Um, I guess. I mean, and now it's sponsored by think... Siemens, I believe, is who it's sponsored oh, really? by. Yeah, it's like uh, they joked about it in Jurassic World, but I'm pretty sure it's sponsored by like, Toyota. Or Se- oh, I'm pretty sure that. it's Siemens, if I'm not I, mistaken. I was going to say, like, I'm sure they've done like a documentary on space or something, right? No? Well, I mean... Wally, like I mean, you can call. I guess I mean, but, but it's I mean, just yeah. they're just traveling through time, and then there's like the Hall of Presidents, which isn't. I mean, that's just again American history, so it's not exact. Like not every, obviously not every Disney World attraction is a Disney property, right? But they all have that same vibe. Like I love the Hall of Presidents. You go to the Hall of Presidents, you get to see all the presidents. Exactly. They're all up there, robot dudes, and they you know, all the introduce one, themselves um, at the end. It's narrated by Morgan Freeman. Do you remember? Um, God, what is it called? The the, the innovation. Um, the Carousel. Carousel oh, the of Progress. Carousel of Progress. That yes. one's really fun. That's a great one. It's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. That's that a really good song. That's close to, being go, one of my, that's go. close to being one of my favorite Disney, Disney songs as well. Really? I love that song. Yeah, that's a great, great song. Now, I haven't been in roughly... I, I don't think I've been since you went for the first time. Yeah. Have they upgraded the Carousel of Progress? No. No? Well, I don't know. I mean, not since I have been there. I Well, I went one, one time that I was there... Last year it was closed, mm-hmm. so maybe they were like refurbing it. But I'm, it's the same, <clears throat> like their view of the future in like 1990 or whenever 2000 or whenever it is. Like at the very end, they're like messing with virtual reality and they're like cooking okay, stuff in a second, like thing, Back to the Future yeah. 2. So it's the same thing. It's it's very much the same. But it's that's really fun because that's classic. Like it's like exactly. it's like you were back in the 50s or whenever this it's, ride was and made. That's what I love is that, like you look at like Tomorrowland and there's that retro future kind of thing. Yeah, it's it. like yeah. it's whatever the weird utopian view of what the future was gonna be, yeah. where everything's round and everything's shiny and like smooth, and, except for Spaceship Earth or not Spaceship Earth, uh, Space Mountain, which is the roughest thing ever. Uh, it's like everything is like it all looks. It's very fifties future. Right. It's very much like uh, Nuketown or you know something like that where they like the subdivisions and everything exactly, looks the yes. same. And it's just I don't know. I I love just walking around. I had a Disney annual pass, um, 
and I had like basically you get the pass and uh, it, Disney's expensive as hell, but oh, God, you get the pass yeah. and it's basically it's essentially if you go five times in a year, you more than get your money's worth for the pass mm-hmm. than if you bought five separate one day tickets. So I went for a weekend and I was just hanging out and I, di- I didn't do any rides. I was by myself and I didn't do any rides or anything really. I went on Muppet Vision 3D because that's great and Spaceship Earth and I just walked around the parks and I went and walked around the resorts and there's so much to explore yeah. on property that ha- like that you don't even have to set foot in a park and you can have a full day. Walking around, going to downtown Disney, right? Like they've set up such a like, just a it's it's a whole city, like mm-hmm. it's a whole thing, Celebration Florida or whatever, or Buena Vista. It's a whole world that yeah. they've built, and they're it's getting bigger all the time. We uh, when we went to MegaCon, we went back and went through a downtown Disney, and I'd never been before. That place is cool. It is. It's. It's. Nice. I mean, like, it's, it's cool to walk around. It's like the City Walk thing at uh, Universal Studios, yeah. but it's it's on property, but away from property. Like mm-hmm. that's the Atlanta Braves uh, do their spring training there. Really? So while I was there that weekend, uh, we went and caught a spring training game between the Atlanta Braves and the Houston Astros, and that was really fun. They have their Champion Stadium right there on Disney property. I didn't know that. Uh, at the ESPN Wild, Wide World of Sports Complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, there's so much to do. Like, there's so much to see, so much to do. And, like, you can take a bus everywhere. And you can get on the monorail and go between Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Right. And there's just, I mean, even, all the parks are awesome. And oh, it's yeah. just fun yeah. to walk around. Like, that, that's the thing. Like, people need to go to Disney to ride the rides or to do this or do that. I just love walking around and, like, being in that area. It was hot as hell. But it was fun to just be there mm-hmm. and to just walk around and smell the stuff and see the stuff and just, like, take it in. Because that's what it is. Like, that's that's the cool part about Disney is, like, I think it's the most magical place on Earth, right? And, like, it, like it's just the way you feel when you're there right. rather than, like, you don't have to have a goal necessarily. I, uh... Leisurely. I, that does sound awesome. But the thing is, like, I, I never go with... I, I guarantee you I will never go with people who, like, just want to walk around. <laughs> I always have to go there with attractions and stuff, but the, honestly, I can see that being like what would be my probably yeah. one of my favorite parts. Yeah. is just kind of just seeing everything. Just, just walk know? around. I mean, yeah, obviously you can go on a ride if you want to, get a fast pass, whatever. But yeah. you don't have to. You don't have to feel. I mean, obviously you can go to a theme park and you have to have your day planned out because you're only going to be there for a day. But if you live in Orlando or if you have an annual pass and you mm-hmm. go to Orlando fairly frequently and you just want to spend a day, Why like not? you go to Epcot yeah. and you can walk around. It's like while we're here, we'll get dinner. Like I know people who. They live in Orlando, and they have annual passes, and they say, well, you want to go to Epcot tonight for dinner? That'd be cool. Yeah, cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> Let's spend the day. And they go and drive to Disney and then walk around and go have dinner. Yeah. It's like being at the mall, but big and Disney. Exactly. So That would be awesome. It's awesome. Disney World's great. If you haven't been, go. If you live in California, go to Disneyland. It's my goal. I'd love to go to Disneyland. It's really? really cool. It's not my goal. It's my life goal, but it's a goal of mine is to, like... <laughs> soon is at go some point in my life you go to tokyo you know i don't know i'm not i don't know if i'm in love with the idea of drive, going to japan to i was gonna say driving to japan but like going to japan to go to disneyland but wearing if, a kimono. If, I'm, if i'm ever in tokyo then yeah i'll see if i can go to i'll see if i can go to disneyland okay it's only gonna cost five million yen but okay <laughs> um i i guess we'll, we'll close it out we're talking about disney world um go ahead i'm sorry hang on let me ask one more thing mm-hmm. though um, you said that both of our things are Spaceship Earth. My question is, past that, 
what's your second favorite then? Because if we both have the same one, that doesn't really seem. Yeah. You know, what's your second favorite attraction? Mine personally, I'll give you a second to think. Uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Mm-hmm. Love that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I remember, uh, I think it was with my dad. Like, we would uh, we would just go through the thing, try to beat each other's scores and stuff. And um, it's just, it's so cool. It's so imaginative. You can turn the car wherever you want to. And mm-hmm. it's such a glow light, really cool looking, like, space thing. And I really love that. I, I love space. I love Tomorrowland World and stuff like that for that reason. And it's just cool to see that through like a Buzz Lightyear adventure, yeah. I guess, you know. Yeah, my very first time on that ride, I got a 999-999 score, <laughs> maxed it out. I was a galactic hero, and I didn't know that you could get a button that says, I'm a galactic hero, go do the top score. And the, the picture, the ride picture, is one of my favorite photos of all time ever. It's, uh, uh, I was with someone else, and she was you know, very intense on that, and I was like, yeah, like I'd already scored all the points, so I, my fist is raised <laughs> in the air in triumph. It is one of my favorite photos of all time ever. And I had pushing it pushing her away. <laughs> I had it on my phone, and I don't anymore. But I'm so I'm I'm so mad that I didn't get the button because I didn't know that I could get the button. But uh, that that ride's really fun, and I I do like the uh, the other uh, Toy Story Midway Mania that's in uh, Hollywood Studios in the Pixar place or whatever. I've never been to that. It's one. very similar. You're in a cart and you're shooting at the screen. Oh, okay. uh, you're shooting at screens rather than like shooting a laser at the. You have like a thing with a cord and you pull it and right. you like throw rings and stuff. It's a whole thing. Um, man. <laughs> I like Splash Mountain a lot. Okay, All Splash right. Mountain's really, really fun. Um, <laughs> I, obviously, you know, Song of the South doesn't have the best reputation. It's kind of you know racist. I, I didn't want to say anything um, about it, <laughs> but it's it's a fun ride and like it's a cool adventure and it's a long ride too. It's way longer yeah, than I thought yeah. it was gonna be. It's a good five minutes. Yeah, and yeah. you're just in this boat and you're just hanging out and you're listening to the songs and you're seeing Brer Rabbit and Brer Fox and Brer Bear doing their thing. Right and. Uh, the, the drop is cool, and, like, there's all those pictures on the internet of people doing funny things on the Splash Mountain ride, like playing chess and, like... Uh, I've always wanted to know about the one where, like, they're, like, holding up the TV and playing Super playing Smash Brothers. Playing GameCube, yeah. yeah. It's, you know... I, it, it has to be Photoshopped, right? Uh, probably, 100%, <laughs> yeah. Unless, like, Disney does that. Like, they have a day where they, like, let you go in and do whatever you want. But I can't I imagine that Disney would ever do that because Disney closing anything for stupid internet tricks would probably not make much sense uh, for business. So I guess I'd say Splash Mountain. Um, okay. That's not a bad one. I like yeah. that. I do like Tower of Terror in the Hollywood studios. It's fun. I've been um, to MGM once in my life, I think. And uh, not for any reason. Like, I, I want to go back. I just never... The people I go with don't like that yeah. part, you know? Yeah, so. I'd say... I mean, Muppet, Muppet Vision 3D is fun, but it's a little dated. Mm-hmm. Um, like the, like animal makes no appearances. In They're making OJ Simpson jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it is like there's a the, at the end of it like the the, uh, the the Swedish chef like shoots a cannon through the back of the the screen mm-hmm. and it the back of the behind the screen is open up into the the air. If you cut a hole in that wall, you would see outside of the building right. and like you see the people and everybody's wearing like neon shoes and shirt and it's like very much early '90s whenever yeah. that thing was out. Um, so it would be cool to see a little bit of an update, a little bit of spruce up, especially now that the Muppets are back in the social consciousness. Yeah, um, kind of. Let's bring it. Let's bring it on. So yeah, I guess I guess Splash Mountain is a okay. is a classic Disney World treat that right. uh, is based on Disney property. So if you had to pick, I said here design, but didn't give you a lot of time mm-hmm. so you don't have to like obviously tell me what the ride vehicle is going to be like but right. uh, I, I'm including Marvel and Star Wars because they're both now Disney property okay 
they're just what I mean, or it can be an existing. Like there's multiple Toy Story ones. Mm-hmm. So if you want another Toy Story one, or if you want another song, <laughs> song of the South one, <laughs> go for it. Um, just like what what would you want? I guess if you could envision, because they're putting in Star Wars Land, right. which sounds uh, amazing. A full scale Millennium Falcon. Like well, every oh, every God. cast member is going to be like in universe. There's going to be no name tags. It's just like Craig from Panama City. Yeah, it's going to be you're Greedo or you're going to be a bounty hunter. Like there's going to be a Bosk just walking around right. or RG-88. Yeah. And so like, it, there's just going to be IG-88. Yeah. I think it's no, IG-88. Not RG-88. Yeah. Um, so like just the, uh, everything's going to be in universe, monsters, droids, all that kind of stuff. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't I wait. don't know what the rides are going to be like, but, and I think they're probably going to do more stuff with Marvel. I would imagine integrate some of that I would stuff be sh- in. I wouldn't be shocked if like by like twenty twenty five we'll see like a Marvel World. Maybe not Marvel World, but I would imagine some attraction. Though. As big as the universe is, although I, would, I don't know. I don't know because I think we would Universal see it. Studio, like Islands of Adventure, has the whole Marvel land, and I don't know mm-hmm. what, how that agreement works. Is Disney just the holder of like the film right, That's or, like a good the. Point. S- MCU as opposed to well, no, the actual the physical characters. I, maybe it's just like attractions, maybe because I don't know. Maybe they'll maybe they'll have another attraction or something. I don't knows. really know. But what would you what would you want to see if you could see a new Disney World attraction or a new attraction based on a Disney property? Okay. Maybe what kind of ride or something um, to tell me everything that's gonna happen. Oh, that's rough, man. I really really like the Star Wars thing. Oh, Star Tours. Uh, watch well, my Star Wars as a franchise, really. Um, I. I, I'm really excited for that world. I almost was like thinking, like, give a bunch of people a bunch of like rubber lightsabers and just beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> like that itself could be a ride, but um, I see a lot of people getting hurt. Yeah, I would probably go with like, like a Hoth, like a Hoth type thing. Like you walk in, maybe you walk in to like get in line, and it's like it's like super cold in there. There's like ice along the walls and stuff. Like you're in the hangar. You know, and you and the whole ride is like you get into a snow speeder and it kind of takes you just through the Battle of Hoth. You know, yeah. it ends with like um, either one of two endings. Either you can either like take out the the Adat, or maybe you just like crash into one and just like crash land somewhere. And like maybe at the end of it, because you're like you're all these like little uh, these covered like cars. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe two people could sit in them at one point, and there's a big like roof over it, and you can see the screen and stuff. And then you crash land. And they pull like the sort of like the battlefront thing where like Darth Vader's walking around for some reason, and he grabs the roof and like pulls it off, mm. and like you can like there's a Vader sit like right there. That would be cool. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's very well. So would it be like 3D? Uh, maybe not like 3D, but like how kind of how Star Tours is, mm-hmm. or maybe like uh, maybe it makes like Star Tours with the, like the screen showing you what's going on. Yeah. But then like like a Peter Pan esque ride kind of thing where you're like okay. in that little like maybe you're like in like a little snow speeder. Yeah. And it just like a roof over it, like showing you like an individual screen. Yeah, that would be cool. So you're just dangling around. Okay. Yeah, I'd like that. that. I can see that. You know, I mean, yeah, because I don't know what the rides are going to be because Star Tours is like, it's like a simulator, and they have it's tons of like little things that you can do. But I did when I went the one time I went on Star Tours. I've only been once. It was they were mixing timelines, and it was really weird. That's what I heard. Yeah. Like there was like we went from we went from Return of the Jedi to like the first episode and it was really weird that we did that and it's why is the timeline so screwed up right. in this ride but uh so star tours is cool and i guess they're gonna keep updating it for the new movies so i don't know how many more simulator rides there are gonna be so mm. it'll be interesting to, to hear what's going to happen as they roll this out like what kind of rides are there gonna be is there gonna be like a astro blast kind of thing where you're shooting stuff right. uh as an x-wing or 
something. You know what? Instead, actually, now you say that, instead of the screen, they could do like a little miniature Battle of Hoth that you're like flying over so it looks like huge down there. Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. That'd be, okay, yeah. Just like some animatronics, you know? Yeah. That'd be cool. Like tilt shift photography. Like they're like like you're flying around a giant ad at one point. Yeah. That would that'd be cool. Oh, God, that'd be great. Hey, well, you're, uh, you might be promoted to... Uh, From casting director. Yeah. To ride designer. Yeah, JJ just called. <laughs> I mean, Says Walt sounds, doesn't want to talk to him anymore. <laughs> I mean, that sounds cool. I, I like I said, I'm really excited to, to hear what they're going to do with this new star because just the concept of I, first of all, I don't know where the hell it's going to go, and second of all, I think they said, didn't they? It's going to be Hollywood Studios, but I just I just mean I don't know where the hell it's going to go. Like in there, what are they're they going to take gonna out? Buy the next town? Or are they going <laughs> to build the thing? Yeah. So it's going to be really really cool to see because yeah, the one thing you really want to do as a kid is go into the Millennium Falcon and walk mm-hmm. around, and you want to meet. Job of the Hut, or you want to hear the Cantina band? I was gonna say go to the Cantina. Want to go to Moss Eisley, oh, God, and you want yeah. to do all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be, again, more of that immersive thing that Disney is known for, mm-hmm. and the place is just gonna be dripping in atmosphere, and it's gonna be awesome. So, so great. It's gonna be. This really, says really cool. uh, the first ride promises a battle between the First Order and the Resistance. Mm. A uh, short description reveals one important takeaway. The backstory of the ride will be set in the world of the upcoming film trilogy rather than any of the previous six films. So it's just one Good. on the Force Unleashed. Nice. Uh, second attraction. Force Awakens. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, yeah sorry. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's not canon anymore, I guess. Um, second attraction will put visitors behind the controls of the Millennium Falcon. That would be cool. That's all it really says about it. Ooh, are you going to do the Kessel Run? That would be great. Why build Star Wars Land in the Big Thunder Ranch area? Big Thunder Ranch, where's that? No idea. I know where Big Thunder Mountain is. That's in Magic Kingdom. Is it going to be in Magic Kingdom? I thought it was going to be Hollywood Studios. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, important. no, this, this is a Disneyland right here. So oh, this okay. isn't even the same thing. Yeah, it's totally different. Yeah, okay. Never but mind. I imagine the attractions will be the same. Right. Maybe. They'll, I'm sure they'll have like one exclusive one maybe at each one, but yeah, largely they'll be the same. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. So anyway, what would you design? <sighs> I... I wanted to go Star Wars, but I feel like uh, most of the things that I... Like, if I picked Star Wars, it would be... I want to do the trench run, mm-hmm. you know, from from uh, Star see, Wars. I almost did that, but it's in Star Wars. It's in Star Wars, yeah. right? So, like, a lot of the things that I would want to do, a lot of the moments, whether it's Yavin 4, the big space battle at the end of 6, mm-hmm. or Hoth, or whatever. Like, a lot of that stuff's in that, uh, Star Wars. And like they're gonna merge episode seven in there, so you're gonna be on the Battle of Jakku mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of it, I wouldn't do that because it's all gonna be in Star Tours. So it's gonna be interesting to hear what they actually do that they're not gonna merge like those moments, those quintessential things from Star Wars that are gonna go into Star Tours. Right. So I guess I'm gonna go Marvel. Okay. It's gonna be fun, I guess. Uh, and I w- maybe a ride called like Avengers Assemble. Where okay. that's what I was I was thinking about the two like the universal one they have something like that don't yeah, they yeah well no don't they have the like Spider Man one well they have the Spider Man one it's just Spider Man I thought it was more than I thought it was just, like the Avengers in there too yeah maybe okay. maybe not okay maybe no, now. Go on, continue maybe now I don't think I don't so though they I couldn't say they got me worried it's been been a long time <laughs> um but I so I figured that it could probably be set sometime dur- because I guess. Uh, we'll call it, I don't know, the first Avengers movie okay. where they're all in New York, they're fighting, and they're doing their thing. And so that moment when they all come together uh, on the bridge, you are part of the Avengers, and you have to help. Maybe you bounce from point of view to point of view. It's going to be very much a simulator ride, kind of like an Indiana Jones-ish, uh, 
Back to the Future-ish sort of thing where you're, it's kind of like Spider-Man where it's 3D and you're in that thing. Gotcha. So you bounce around from helping out the different Avengers. Um, so you help Thor go to the top of the building and blast down lightning and you help, uh, ultimately you help Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man, go and get rid of the missile in right. space and blow up the all the people and have them inexplicably just die in, in, you know, on Earth. Um and so, like, I think that would be fun to just go on that adventure mm-hmm. with them because, like, being part of the Avengers would be really, really cool. And so maybe even it could be some aspect of, like, maybe not at all. Maybe you're, like, part of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something and you're on the helicarrier and maybe you get blasted out of the helicarrier. Nick right. Fury says, you got to go help the Avengers, motherfucker. And, like, he shoots <laughs> you out and, like, there you are. And like you're flying around, you're helping him out. Oh, right. we got this guy over here, and Hawkeye's in the corner, and you got to go help him out. <laughs> and so, <laughs> my wife, my kids, <laughs> building a house. She's pregnant, and um, <laughs> like so, you got to go help them out and stuff. Like I just, some some like kind of disjointed sort of just bouncing around from each Avenger, ultimately defeating Loki, right? Capturing him, going back, bringing him back to the Helicarrier to shield justice mm-hmm. and uh you know having captain america then go thanks kid really appreciate it and then maybe as you leave you get a pin and you get to pick like who you want to be like you can be captain america or, Iron cool. Man or something like that i like that i know they do the buttons uh so i've heard like oh you should do something and get a patch but i don't know if disney's paying for patches but they could probably pay for little shitty plastic buttons yeah. you can get like an iron man button people might con- collect them uh and try to get all the avengers because you never know could- and maybe there's different ones where Maybe you get on and you just follow one person. So you get on and you're following Captain America for the whole ride. So there's a unique experience. Right. And it's random. So like you're for this one, you're Captain America following him around. Mm-hmm. And then you get on the next day and you're following Iron Man around that day. Exactly. Or you're following Captain America I like around that. again. So I just I like that I just would like that idea of being just following them around and, and it could be like um, helping them out. Being part what of the Avengers. If, what if it was like from like Spider-Man's point of view? Yeah, you know, like he, like he's you. It, you're following him swinging around. And yeah, stuff in first yeah, person, yeah. Like Ooh, Spider-Man, you. can you help us out? No, sorry, I'm taking pictures for yeah. the Daily Bugle. <laughs> he just stops helping, and like the whole ride's like ten minutes of him like doing like, like talking to Jay Jameson. <laughs> yeah, he swings in the window, Parker, and yeah, it features uh, J.K. Simmons. He's part of the ride. It's gonna be great. <sighs> It'd be great if he was still in the movie. Is he not gonna be in it? I don't know. He should. I have no idea. He's like the only J. Jones. He needs to be, man. He's great. But, uh, yeah, I mean. That'd be fun. That would be great. That'd be great. That'd be fun. Get hired. Disney, shout out to Disney. All right, so we've been going for a while. Um, <laughs> we've actually lost a follower since we started the show. Mm, good deal. Whatever. Just so you know. We get lost in Disney a lot. So, yeah. uh, um, I don't know. What's your favorite Disney movie? Tell yourself at home and follow us on Twitter. Play along, yeah. Standing Room Only Pod on Twitter. That's right. Or standing um, standing room pod. St- standing, standing room pod. Room pod on Twitter. And uh, you can tell us what your favorite Disney movie is. Also, yeah. share this. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes and stuff now. So are we on iTunes? Yeah, we're on iTunes. Did you check that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, excellent. We have a really cool. stupid picture. Um, so we're going to try to change that. <laughs> I um, tried. This has been fun. It's been fun going down Disney World. And you said, Joe, uh, you're, you've picked the next theme. The next episode, yes. The next um, theme is going I'll, to I'll, be... I'll take the reins on the next one maybe a little bit because um, we have a huge game coming out this next week, Fallout 4. Mm. Everyone's very excited, including myself. Get maybe not pumped. been so much. Get pumped. Um, 
taking place in Boston. Mm. It'll be an absolutely amazing game, I think. Yeah. But I figure in vain of that, I was going to go just Fallout, but I know Ben really hasn't played that many of them. That's okay. Never played a single I, second of a Fallout <laughs> exactly. game. Exactly. So I decided to back up. We'll go to the genre, the entire genre. Everything's going to be post-apocalyptic. We, right. We're going to talk about some Mad Max. We're going to talk about the road. We're going to talk about all this stuff. This is the end? This is the end, even. You know, we'll get into that a little bit. We'll talk about, you know, our favorite po- post-apocalyptic movies, maybe books, just any kind of form of uh, anything like that, and uh, see where we go from there. You know, kind of get a little more hype going for Fallout 4, maybe something for people to listen to as they're playing. It's going to be real uplifting. Yeah. I Hearing about all this dystopian future and <laughs> lack of hope. Faith. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, that sounds fun. And then one day maybe we'll uh we'll redo the music episode because it was a it was a heater. We we rocked it. Yeah. And rolled it. It was great. I didn't feel rusty during that one. I felt rusty during this one. <laughs> well, look, I know when we started, we we're like, "Oh, we're going to do this weekly." I, it was But hey, guess was, what? It's going to happen eventually. There's we been just, big changes going on. It's got to work it out. Yeah, we're going um, we're getting there. So uh spare <laughs> with us, sir. Um we'll do fine. And uh, thanks for listening. If you've made it all the way through, or if you're just listening to this because you've been bouncing around the episode, we really appreciate your company. And uh, sound like NPR when you're closing the show. I like NPR. Are you listen to any NPR podcasts? No, not really. Fun. Car talk is good. Nah. We're not sponsored by NPR, but I would love to be on NPR. Can That's you be sponsored by NPR? I thought they were nonprofit. Not. I don't know. Nah. They can. They can. Probably. We don't have. They don't have to pay us. Just give us. Give us a little bit of airtime. NPR. I'd okay. move to Chicago. Maybe, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Shout out to Chicago. I'm not I'm not bashing Chicago or anything. Maybe I am a little bit. Go Cups. <laughs> this is going off the rails. It's All right. End the show. Thanks for listening. See you later, guys. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>